0: First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throwing down, knock a my time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast Time. Bienvenidos and Voita to all of our Ukrainian friends. Uh, you know, we're big Loma and Usyk friends, they got a lot going on over there, obviously. Um, Usyk went back to the country uh, to in solidarity with his countrymen, so shout out to everyone over there, God bless, big Strasvoita and welcome back to episode 72 of your favorite weekly podcast, the Two Beers Podcast, Pot of the everyman. I'm Jordan, as usual, here with my boy Drew. Drew, how you doing? Doing solid, my man.
1: Doing solid. Got myself a new phone. Lost all of your Photoshop's.
0: Uh, Our uh, pets' heads are falling off.
1: I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get through this, man. This is this is a travesty. You already sound mm. dejected. Uh let me pep up. Let me pep up.
0: <laughs> Red seven. Um, Red seven. <laughs> I'm
1: ready. All right, I'm ready. So nets are down by forty. This trade's already working out perfectly.
0: I'm good to um, go yes and also uh we have someone with us tonight who mm-hmm. is going to contribute greatly in beer two but we'll also chime in throughout beer one he's a familiar guest to you all Mr. Casey Shea. Casey hello. welcome back hello thanks for having me back uh yeah we are going to touch on uh, you know if, if Casey's in town you you know we're going to be slamming some Star Wars in <laughs> beer two, beer two. <laughs> Hey Casey,
2: what is this? Your your third, fourth, fifth time on? Do you know? It's, uh, I want to say three, maybe four.
1: It's not I, enough. We need more.
2: Um, yeah. So I can't remember if it's three or four. I know we we snuck a couple of board meetings in there at some point, but uh, that's right.
0: That's true. That is true. All right. Um, on that note, let's assume positions for the niceties. The two Bruce salute. Ready, three, two, one. Uh, Casey, let's start with you.
2: So, I do not have beer with me, which I know is a little a little odd, but instead, uh, I am going to be sipping on some Hazards Distillery Vanilla Coffee Whiskey. Whoa, so, Vanilla
0: Coffee Whiskey, eh? That's wild.
2: It is... Uh, Pretty much the only thing I partake in drinking anymore, because uh, it is
0: specifically just the vanilla whiskey, or
2: spe- specifically this one. And every time we end up going, you know, to the the store, there's only a couple of bottles left on the shelf all the time. So it seems to be rather popular. Wow! And can be hard to come by. So whenever it's there, we just buy up whatever's there. And uh,
1: <laughs> vanilla whiskey, eh?
2: Vanilla coffee whiskey. Coffee whiskey.
1: Yeah, I've had the peanut butter. Uh whiskey, Ooh. which is tasty. But I've never I didn't even see this. What's the brand?
2: It's uh Hazards. Hazards. I I don't even I'm not even gonna pretend that I even know what that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know where they're
0: From Hazard County.
2: Do 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 Yeah, they're they're actually I didn't even realize they were kinda local ish anyway in PA, Mifflin Town, Pennsylvania.
1: That's right, I always I always forget you're you're out there in, in Pittsburgh.
2: I always forget. Yeah, the yep. other the other half of the state. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what are you drinking?
1: <laughs> uh, I got this like funky, cool superhero-looking can. It's uh, called Thunder Cage IPA from Kings County Brewers Collective out of Brooklyn, New York. Oh. My my buddy Alex from Harrisburg hooked me up with this because I'm too lazy to get my uh, my own like cool IPA. So every now and again, he'll bring four or five
0: and hook me up. From Harrisburg, yeah. He drives to your house.
1: Yeah, so that's what real friends do. You should try it sometime.
0: From Harrisburg, he drives to your house no. <laughs> to bring you IPAs. No, bro. <laughs>
1: when we like meet up to like golf or do something like silly, like go to trogues. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm a likable guy, but I don't know that I'm that likable.
0: Yeah, I, I, I just that just leads to more questions, but I'm gonna let it go. Um, I'm giving this one a second go around here this old thunder brewing company impossible object pale ale it's okay it's okay it's 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 okay
1: um oh this is quite delicious double dry hopped indian pale ale citra some uh simcoe amarillo barley
0: barley oats and wheat just like last kingdom you get plow a field (laughs) (laughs) better (laughs) than barley
1: Gonna kind of plow me some some skade after this podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we have the Last Kingdom podcast. Ah. Uh, on that note, uh, hey, we got some boxing to talk about. It's yes. been a while. Yes. Um, we didn't really cover it last week, but uh, Khan, Amir Khan, and Kel Brook finally fought after all these years. It's Let's been go. eighty-four years, uh, as Rose would say on the Titanic. But. Um, I
1: I heard all the stories of their background.
0: <laughs> I've I've uh, <laughs> I I watched a little bit here and there of the fight. My internet kept going in and out on my phone. Um, but my only thought was I was just shocked at how much Kel Kel broke just beat the piss out of him, like it wasn't even close. Uh, so I
1: watched the whole fight. Um, intros were cool. I forget. I don't know where they were. They weren't in the O two. Uh, I forget where it was in the UK, but.
0: They, they were in uh or they were in Liverpool, weren't they?
1: Is that where it was? I I forget. The the pageantries were, were excellent though. Nobody nobody does a light show like the UK. Uh, so cool stuff. I, I wasn't totally shocked that Brooke just pummeled the shit out of him because Brook I thought Brooke looked relatively good against Crawford for those first few rounds. Um, until Crawford obviously caught him and and stopped him in the, the fourth, which I know he sounds crazy for three whole rounds he looked good, but like Khan hasn't wrestled, or <laughs> wrestled, Mir Khan hasn't boxed in, you know, 84-ish. almost three years? Something crazy like that? I think his last fight was Terrence
0: Crawford. Ma- uh, Manchester Arena. Was I wrong?
1: Oh, okay, so he boxed after, after the Crawford loss, but whatever it was, he's had a huge layoff, and like, Yo, Brook Brooks looked good. He's looking shape, and uh, yeah, I wasn't. I was totally shocked. I I, I thought Brook was going to stop him at some point. Um, I was I was surprised that he. It he was sque- completely one
0: sided. I was going like, to say that's, I was surprised that's the part that, he su- that surprised me.
1: Well, that was what was crazy. Like a few of the rounds, like Khan was probably in control for the first two minutes, but then Brook just peppered him with power shots like the last minute of every round and you know his his power shot uh, differential was was crazy at the end of the at the end of the fight um you know spaghetti legged him at the end of the first round I, I was shocked that he even survived round two uh but you know brooke brooke basically was like i'm not gonna press i i know you're gonna come to me and try to throw some combos and i'm just gonna keep catching you and uh, and eventually just put you on your ass. And, and that's what he did. You know, good for – I mean, Amir, I, yeah, he lasted, you know, five, five six there before Kel. It was eventually a referee stoppage. But, Brooke, you know, Brooks looks solid. Dude's in crazy good shape. You know, I, we'll see. I, 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 yeah, everyone's like, ah, yeah, you know, time for both of those guys to, to ride off in the sunset. But, I mean, Brook could still probably get a couple more paydays. Like, I don't know that he's going to get a, a, you know, a legitimate title shot, but – I mean, yeah. You know, there's no right if, as long as he gets the right fights, you know, there's no reason he can't collect a couple more paydays.
0: Yeah, it's all up to, up to him if he wants money, right?
1: Yeah. So if you want to uh,
0: if you want to punch in the clock and get punched in the face for a couple couple mil, then you know, it's your prerogative, right?
1: Yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> I would say the the uh, Terrace Crawford Bomac effect clearly did not uh, rub off on Amir Khan Nothing. for this yep. uh, for this fight. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there were there were so many good good memes on on Twitter about uh Khan <laughs> really made Crawford fly to the UK for the shit
3: because
1: <laughs> it was it's, it's just so one sided and so short. But you know, again, good for uh yeah you know, good for, good for Kel Brook. So not so, you know Kel, people forget like Kel Brook was a really a really good fighter. You know he uh I think I forget which fight was it Triple G he took the fight did he fight was Triple G. Yes. I always get I always get some of these guys. Yes, he out. Yeah, yeah. You know, he took the challenge, and that you know. That's whatever. what ev- that's
0: what everyone, all the UK fans have been saying after the fight. Oh, I wish he didn't take the Triple G fight. He got the help kicked out of him. It ruined his whole career. He was never yeah. the same after that. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I know they've been talking Connor Ben. Eubanks, all these guys that aren't even in his way. I love it, it's like, <laughs> no, it's like basically, hey, let's just move up. You're at a perfect weight to, to be able to do what you do. Why don't you just move up a weight class or two now and, and fight some of these UK guys? It's like, uh, I don't know about all that, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what the future holds. You know, Eddie, Eddie Hearn likes, likes to throw a lot of matchups out there, and, uh, you know, they don't seem to materialize even when he, he reps both the guys.
3: <laughs>
1: so, yeah. you know.
0: Gotcha. Um, I don't. I don't have anything else to say on that. Nah. No,
1: I said it was worth. Again, cool. Kind of a cool thing that they actually eventually here fought here. But the fight itself,
0: yeah, not, not spectacular. Um, the fight this weekend. I'm Woo. very excited for uh, the tornado. The tartan tornado. The mad Scotsman. Um, uh, Taylor. Josh Taylor. First Caterall. defense.
1: Of his undisputed 140-pound titles,
0: I'm pumped. It's in I am gla- super in his home arena in Glasgow.
1: I am super stoked, bro. This is going to be an exciting fight. These are neither neither one of these guys is shy about throwing 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 hands.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, so, what do you want to do? Tail the tape, and then the fight breakdown? Let's do the
1: tail of the tape. You ready?
0: Yeah. See,
1: I'm pumped. I'm over my Photoshop. I, I, I'm like,
0: I feel, I, I'm like out out of my rhythm. We haven't th- like broke down a real fight in so long. Like, yeah, I'm like stuttering. Go ahead. And it's like, usually
1: it. we were we were recording two podcasts uh, a week, and we haven't recorded <laughs> in like nine days, which is like a record <laughs> for us. So, <laughs> uh. all right, Joshy Josh Taylor, eighteen and zero, thirteen knockouts. Um, he is Southpaw, five ten. 69 and a half inch reach, 30, it's 31, keep forgetting some of these guys are in their 30s, Jack Catterall, 26 and 0, 13 knockouts, 5 foot 7, and I don't have a reach on, stupid box rack, they finally made me actually register to actually be able to see stuff,
0: but. I don't know why that is, because. I'll type in somebody's name and type in Boxrec, and it takes me right to their page. Sometimes,
1: it, for for the longest time, it did that for me, but maybe it's because I switched my phone. I had to actually register to finally get it, so I don't, I don't know. His, it's
0: doing that with I, me now too. Yeah, I don't have his
1: reach, but he, I mean, I, I Taylor's definitely got the reach advantage here. Catter Catterall's a little little guy, um, so we got that's that's the tale of the tape for these two guys. You want You want you know what the most impressive stat is here? Uh no. Do you know what Josh Taylor, uh, his last six opponents' record is?
0: Um, I forget. It's something crazy, like forty and O or something. <laughs> you wish it was forty and O. Or like six. I'm sorry. That, that's that's absurdly low. Like ninety five and O or something.
1: A hundred and thirty six and one.
0: <laughs> oh wow.
1: With pa- Postol Pastel was the only one loss. Four war wo- four world titles and Catterall is 26 and 0. So, I mean, Taylor is
0: 26 and 0. Wow. 26
1: and 0. So, I mean, his, you know, so he's going to be up, you know, 100 162, 52, 152, and 1. It's going to be the record of his last seven opponents here. So, I mean, Taylor's fighting some really really good competition. Um I saw that today. I knew I knew it was something insane, but then when I, I actually have, saw a post- Hey I, I, like, I
0: have Shit. something for the reach here. Sixty seven inches for Catterall and sixty-nine and a half for Taylor. Yeah, so okay, that, okay so a couple right?
1: couple inch couple inch reach yeah. and he's three inches taller than him.
0: Yeah. Um all right, so here's my breakdown.
1: Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Degeneration <down>. X
1: <laughs> I um
2: <laughs> I you like that? Um, Casey,
1: you can get all in on this. You, know, you, don't, have, you don't have to wait for for oh your, no, your expertise.
2: Oh, I, I was just I was enjoying like how enthusiastic, like the the energy level went from pre-show to now. Oh yeah, we're there, <laughs> we're there. Fun, uh,
1: fun. We're
0: aiming for fun. This is fun, <laughs> fun times. So Catterall, like when I watched his last fight, I was the thing that stood out. Two things. One, he stands like I don't I don't know the correct boxing term for it, but like his front shoulder which is his right shoulder is very forward so he's almost standing like sideways like as like much more like cockeyed than what you would expect so his so he stands
1: he's in the counter l position god
0: thank you and
1: uh i totally just made that up Oh, I was like, wow, that's impressive. So, you
2: that would was, definitely would have had me. That was so, I mean, you had me. That was so convincing. <laughs> like, I know, I don't really know much about boxing anyway. I mean, just from what you guys say, but yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, I learned a new term today. Oh, uh, the not. Counter, counter L. L. Oh,
1: I should have kept it going. I, we'll make it a new thing. Yeah. So it stands in the
2: counter L position.
0: Um, and he likes, like you said, he he throws, dude. He he throws them those. He he, he's a big like jab, jab hook or jab hook, like a one two, one two, and he's throws some vicious ones in there. I I was I was a little bit like my eyebrows perked up a little bit. I was yeah. like, oh okay, this guy throws a little bit. Um, so coming into it, I was like, all right, I'm thinking. Josh Taylor knockout in 4 is what I, I had in mind. And then I watched Catterall fight. Here's the other thing I like about Catterall. He took the step aside. He's like, "All right, you mm-hmm. guys want to unify even though I'm the mandatory? Fine. You guys unify, just just give me the shot afterwards." He 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 was a gentleman. He stepped to the side. He's getting his shot and he's like, "All right, now's my time. You want it in Glasgow? Fine." We'll go to Glasgow. Like I just want a shot. So like I kind of like his attitude, and like I kind of like that he was like whatever. I just want my shot, and now he's getting it. And I like his viciousness. So that that being said, I adjusted my original thought going in from a KO in four to a KO in six. (laughs) You love early. You love early knockouts. I just. I just i just think josh taylor's that good like yeah. he's and, and what really swayed me is when i looked at the tail of the tape and i realized like oh josh taylor is three inches taller than this guy yeah so he's gonna be faster taller more powerful well that, like everything
1: that last dude the cattle fought was like five inches taller than him i don't know yeah. if it was his last fight or the fight before dude was like, I, I don't, th- dude I don't was think gigantic. it was his last
0: yeah i don't know and maybe it was
1: two far i watched a few of them um but yeah, he fought one guy that looked like he was about six foot three. So I mean, he punched. He punched like a Mary, but I mean, he was he was tall. Canelo kind of reminds me of his fight style, like a lighter version of Sean Porter, of how he quickly quickly gets to the inside. He has a big energy burst to get to the inside, and then let's let's go some combinations. To your point, a one two hook. Um, and just uses some pop and some vicious body shots. When I was when I was watching it, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, he's just he's just getting in on that inside, um, much like Sean Porter, like how he did right. because Sean, Sean was a shorter guy, he would get on the inside and just start start doing damage. So uh, that's kind of what I, I, I thought of when I when I watched went back and watched a couple of the Canelo fights. Definitely has some pop. I don't know, I don't know how effective it's going to be against Josh Taylor, though. Um, But the power's there, so Taylor has to be – he has to be on his A game. He can't pull a T.O. and and, and take this guy guy too lightly. And, you know, Taylor's coming off the knee, the bad knee, COVID. Um, So we've already – you know, we've seen some guys coming off similar – Similar delay injury, you know, delay fight delayed injuries. You know, kind of not look as sharp
0: out of the gate.
1: Uh, the thing that I know like,
0: well, to to piggyback off that Drew is like, some guys have had some injuries coming into fights, and also like these mandatories have like been given these champions like really good fights. Like, uh, and and I don't know that Conceicao was a man. Was he a mandatory for um, Valdez? Uh, I'm not sure. And then uh, obviously Cambosis. Uh, yeah. and it's I mean, listen, like- yeah.
1: I mean, some 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 mandatories are George Cambosis and some mandatories are uh, Yieldrum. Yildrum, you know? yeah. I, I mean, it's just you know, I I, I think Catterall is closer to a Kambosis, um, but not on that level. Right. I, I don't know that Cambos Cambos like was a guy who was ranked in the top ten for you know three different uh, commissions. Like I don't I don't know that Catterall is is ranked to that degree across the board um, yeah. from the different boxing leagues, but. You know what I think. Uh, what I think is ultimately going to change the fight is again similar to Sean Porter. Uh, eventually, that lunging in to you know to negate yeah, the yeah, going to get him hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, jet you know sharp jabs, counter hooks, check hooks. That's that's what negates all that stuff. And Josh Taylor's got both in his bag. I mean the the yep, the hook that that took down uh, Ramirez... Back in May, in the in the undisputed fight, I mean that punch is there all night for Josh Taylor to land against Catterall, and you know, and the short jab that also uh, dropped Ramirez in in the fight in May, like that's there all night for him for him to have. So, and the other thing that I really don't like about. I don't like about Carroll. He leaves his hands down a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, I did. I did. Yeah, notice he, that, yeah. and when you're I, that that kind of stuff worries me, especially when you're going in there against somebody se- who's actually good. Yeah, yeah. like a se- Yeah, a seasoned technical True. fighter. Like yeah, you're you're in trouble. Like if you're if your hands are down against Josh Taylor, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna be in trouble uh, early. But I actually think it's going to be a later. Stoppage. I don't know. I don't think he's going to TK. I don't think he's going to TKO. But I think it eventually gets to the point where they stop it.
0: I also got swayed when Josh Taylor said, "I feel like right now that uh, even King Kong would have a hard time beating me." And I was like, heck, "I was like <laughs> Josh Taylor, first round KO. King, like, King,
1: is... King Kong would have a tough time beating me in Glasgow.
0: <laughs> I don't think a... King Kong could lay hands on me in Glasgow." Uh, is that the uh,
1: even better line.
0: That's, uh, of, line? that's a heck of a quote. Yeah right. I, I I totally made it up, but I mean no. Oh, he did say about King Kong, but I made the like everything. Everything I did <laughs> with, uh, sick, with a, I Scottish. Yeah
3: yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting. No, ready I ready I, want, to... I need.
1: I need. I need. A, I need a full. Listen, we're paying you for the full full hour and a half. <laughs> I, I want you. I need. I need you alive and and busty here for the next next ninety minutes.
0: <laughs> everything I said in the Scottish accent was made up, but the actual King Kong thing was real. Yeah, he's. I do
1: love his accent. It's so good.
0: Um, all right. So let me know if you have any more analysis, and if not, we can. Now again,
1: to... I think that's you know I think I think Catterall is going to make it interesting for the first couple of rounds, just to see again when he goes yeah. to, get to the inside. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think uh, Taylor's Taylor not afraid to exchange, so I think from that standpoint, I, I don't think it's going to be a boring fight, and I, I I just think that that style is going to is going to catch a is going to catch up to him in the later rounds and, and Taylor is going to end up just doing doing too much damage and we're going to see a stoppage. So
0: Everything you said except for I think Taylor's just going to smell blood and want to give his crowd a show and finish it in the sixth. Is that that's okay. what I'm saying? All right. Okay. You ready for the betting odds?
1: I'm nervous about this one.
0: All right. Uh Taylor is favored. Prohibitive favored. 10,000? Minus 1,430. It's close. 10,000 versus 1,430? Yeah, it's close. Okay. Uh, Catterall is plus 750, so prohibitive favorite. Um, over, under, rounds. The moment of truth. <sighs> this one's hard, man.
1: Is it? <sighs> yeah. I'm, uh, it sucks. I'm so proud of myself. Oh, gosh. <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
0: Eight and a half. The king f- finally lays down the crown. Damn ten it! Ten and uh, a half. Oh
1: come on! Wow, that's so lame.
0: Like they really so, think this
1: is—they think this is gonna go to the
0: cards. So the over is, fa- is favored at minus one twenty-one. However, the under is also a minus one ten. So. Even though it's favored to go over, it's also likely to go under. So that's a little bit weird there. I just
1: don't get how you how you watch the styles and you think that this fight is going to the the scorecards. I mean, the
0: the way the betting the betters are betting this, it almost suggests that it should come down to like no, because it's minus one twenty one on the over. But that's what I'm saying. Like ten, like
1: listen, ten and a half. Anytime you see the over under at a ten and a half, is okay. It's going to the cards. Like that's. That's kind right. of how I kind of always set my barometer for what, right. what how I think the fight's going to go, and, and then then I go from there. Like to me, I think there, I think I think the fight stopped. I think the fight gets stopped at some point. You have a, a definitive winner. It doesn't go to the cards. And I think it's uh, you know, looking at what, where these guys have stopped guys in their previous fights, I'm like okay, like six, eight, nine. So I'm like, all right, eight and a half seems to be like a good barometer for Vegas to get paid, but. Stupid
0: Vegas. All right. Whatever. Uh, to go the distance. And this is even stranger. To go the distance. Plus 120. To not go the distance, minus 159. So uh, is Vegas saying that it's going to be a stoppage in the 11th or 12th? Like, specifically? That's kind of strange. Um, Any hoodles. Josh Taylor by stoppage minus 137. Josh Taylor on the cards plus 140. Catterall by stoppage plus 1600. Catterall by points plus 1400. Um, okay. you said later rounds. My exact round at round six is plus 1200, 12 to one. What round would you pick? I think
1: he's gonna. St- I think it's gonna be like ninth round.
0: That'd be plus a thousand ten. Yeah,
1: ninth 11. round, early ten, is what I was thinking.
0: And you can go. uh see, I I tried to pull who the because uh, you can you can go uh, by rounds in bunches, but it's it's one through three, four through six, seven through nine, and ten through ten, 10, 10 through twelve. 12. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the most likely to be in rounds seven through nine, plus three twenty five. Gotcha. Okay. Anyway, um, so so that's that. Probably
1: pr- probably going to be our last time seeing Josh Taylor at 140.
0: Yeah, it could be. Um, so this is going to be on. Is it going to be on ESPN Plus or ESPN? ESPN Plus. And it's going to be. Uh, it's like obviously it's in Scotland, so it's probably going to be like five between five and six here in the states when it, it goes is,
1: on. It is. It starts at two.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking if they have if they have main event there at like yeah. ten. I'm I'm figuring if it it be, start, so I'm figuring
1: ring walk for these guys is going to be around six thirty, if it's starting at two o'clock. Okay. Because a one o'clock start time usually gets you the main event around five thirty, so if it's two, I'm thinking it gets us there around six thirty.
0: Okay. So, so. Uh, we'll we'll, be, we'll have the cards, so everyone look out for that. Yes, sir. We will, man. Um, and just a couple of tits and tats. Uh, knits and gnats for, for boxing before we wrap that up. Um, Chris Colbert is fighting in Vegas, uh, oh. he's fighting some patsy. Everyone's calling for him to finally get a knockout. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, late, it's a late COVID substitute. So. Um, and then Gary Antoine Russell, a little bit of a sneaky good fight maybe. Uh, against another Ukrainian, Victor Postal. Uh, who? Victor Postal's a little bit of a name. He's he's not a nobody. What is that? Is that
1: the undercard to that fight?
0: Um, I believe so. Okay. Yes.
1: Well, yeah, because I'm pretty sure they're both Showtime guys. Or
0: um, yeah. So that those are uh, those are Showtime fights, right? Yeah. Um.
1: So those are going to be what? Ten o'clock?
0: Yes, they're both. Yeah, they're both start time. Yeah. We'll start. Yeah.
1: Well, this. I mean, yeah. The start time will be ten o'clock. Sorry.
0: Yeah, um, and I think that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no news on uh, any other fights yet, so set them. Everybody tune in for the epic rant when uh, stupid Haney ends up getting that fight against Cambosis. I'm going to go off my anger, rob me of my trip to Australia. That would be sad. Yeah, the DAZN guys are really... All the DAZN, uh publications, hurt. Like they're all they're all trying to push push the agenda of uh oh man like this is like uh, hey that's the fight for cambosis you you can't be the emperor until you be Haney. i'm just like i don't i don't i don't know if anyone's calling cambosis uh an email champ i I, i'm pretty sure devin Haney needs cambosis more than cambosis needs Haney.
0: yeah i i agree um also there's some other there's like remember that Joet guy who like had a good showing against I forget who he had a good showing against but like he fights this weekend. Yeah. Rig- fights somebody in, in like Saudis. Saudi Arabia. Akoli fights on like Sunday. I guess on I, I presume that's what PBC probably yeah, yeah. probably. And, and, anyway, um so there's some good good little sneaky matchups. Um let me take a swig and let's move on from boxing unless you got anything else.
1: Uh, nothing noteworthy. So, still nothing. Joshua Usyk. They met. They met with her to decide on the venue and that's Like I said, Usyk
0: news. left London. He's back. He's back in Ukraine. Yeah. And the Ukrainian president said males between ages eighteen and sixty must stay in the country. Yeah. Uh, be I guess be ready to fight. I guess so. Yeah. Not 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 a good situation. Um. Okay. So let's move on to uh. How about this Phil Mickelson controversy with all the Saudi golf league. It's your show, bro. Yeah. I was going to say, I told you about this. You were like, what's going on with Phil Mickelson. (laughs) So,
2: so Casey, have you heard about this? I, I only saw his like what two, two Instagram posts, like apology or something about how he needs to be a better person and a better role model. And, you know, I mean, I guess I didn't know like the full. He said he got taken out of it.
0: context, but here's what he said. He was like, he's like, look, he's like, yeah, d- uh, do the K- Saudis commit atrocities? Absolutely. Did did they kill Khashoggi and do they, you know, like murder uh, gay people and and rape women and all this stuff? He's like, yeah, I-, I get that. He's like, but we're talking about a chance to hold the the tour accountable uh for cuz and, and the, the more context behind that was he's like look the tour um basically controls the the image and likeness of all these guys like when Phil Mickelson had went to do the match he had to pay the tour a million dollars for the appearance to pl- just to play in the match
1: is that
3: right
0: that's what I he said that. that's yeah. what he said and he said that he said he and all the players want access to all of their highlights for NFT purposes. He's like, the tour sitting on a potential twenty billion in NFTs. He's like, and they won't let us have access to it. He's like, I have to pay for my uh, for my own highlights. And so he's all hacked off about that. So he pretty much just came out and said, I know that the Saudis are morally apprehensive. Uh, 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 appreh- what am I trying to say? Appreh- Apprehensible. Uh, is that the word, Casey? We'll allow it. Um, they're, they're terrible <laughs> people. <you>. They're <laughs> terrible people. They're bad.
1: They're bad men. Yeah.
0: But I want to use my negotiations with them to leverage the against the tour. And people just came out and are like, "Are you serious, right now? Like, like that's like you're you're gonna you're gonna basically like flirt with these evil people just so you could." basically blackmail more money out of the pga tour and so all of his sponsors he's given his his all of his sponsors the chance to like back out of their deals kpmg is out all the other uh golfers who were flirting with the saudi golf league because of phil mickelson basically becoming radioactive they all had to publicly come out and say like Oh, I'm not going to the Saudi golf league. I stand with the tour, blah blah blah. Like so anything they were trying to like negotiate on the sly
2: is like pretty much over. Um, who was it, uh, what did I see like about like Rory McIlroy was one of the other ones that was was he involved?
0: Uh no, I, he he came out and basically like don't he's he did the whole Ricky Bobby like I'm saying with all due respect, he's like, that doesn't mean you can say whatever you want. It sure does. <laughs> like, because he came out and said, like, look, I don't want to dump on Phil Mickelson. But when you start negotiating with these horrible people, and then basically just said everything I said and just was yeah, like, right. that, that's so wrong. And it's just like, y- you just said you weren't going to do that. And that's what you did. Yeah, but um, all,
2: all I saw was like some random, it might have been like one of those, you know, Twitter, you know, like trending topic things that I just clicked on, and that's where I saw the the Mickelson apology. But they were using uh, maybe it was just like a really badly worded headline. But they had it was something like you know McElroy, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna botch the whole thing even worse than they did, but it made it appear as if he was initially in support of it. But if you're saying that he wasn't, then then that's just some very very bad headline writing from on Twitter's end. I which I th- never I, no, from
0: what I from what I saw rory said basically like i'm not going to dump on phil and then pretty much did that um okay. but the big one was the saudi golf league was going after bryson dechambeau and they were going to pay him 135 million just to show up which is more than tiger woods made on his in his whole career on the pga tour tiger made 125 million on his career in his career at the pga tour um so Bryson, I, I it sounded like Bryson
2: was on the verge of going. Um, it seems kind of on brand for him,
0: right? <laughs> and then and then and then it was like Bryson supposedly was like a done deal. Mickelson was like on the verge of being a done deal, and I was like, I was like, good. Let these like beta theta like thought process people like go over there and do their weird ass fake sports science, where Charles Barkley was basically saying like. Yeah, look, y'all just making up words, you know, just to make it, make, mo- that's when he basically said, like, analytics just, is just stats, but somebody called it analytics so their, so their son-in-law could make money on it, and, and and crap like that, and he was like, yeah, I don't know what that Theta thought process is, but all I had to do was just breathe and stay calm, and that, that's what I did. And they were like, see, Chuck, see, you were, you were using Theta thought waves, brain waves back then, you just didn't know what they were called, and he's like, yeah, okay, whatever like you nerds. But anyway, so they they got caught red-handed just making a deal with the devil almost quite literally. Um so that's that's the that's the hubbub on that. Um, but now they're going to stay. Um that being said, uh we got some half clappers. Casey, you can feel feel free to chime I feel, in on uh,
3: it. I,
1: feel, I don't want to steal so the I, thunder. So I mean yeah, you don't get many segments on this show. Go ahead. What? What's the matter? That's I feel like I feel like we didn't give the kid uh
0: his uh his just due last week. Sid, his fi- five hundred goals? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big well accomplishment, go, go for it, right? man. Yeah. There how is many there.
1: Uh, how many how many one of you guys will know this? How many how many guys have scored five hundred goals? Is it a lot?
2: Twenty so four?
1: Uh, wow, more than
0: I would have thought. Um yeah, I mean not I don't know. I, I forget the number, but it's on a points per game basis he was top five all time he probably is still close to that um he's pro I mean his legacy is that he's gonna be the most decorated player of his era he probably is top five all time um probably checks in right around fourth fifth maybe I wouldn't say six I don't Who's top,
1: who, who top? let's just get wild here let's get silly who's who your top five off the cuff top five hockey
2: players I mean, Gretzky, it's, right? Yeah, no. yeah. Gretzky. No. Would be... No. No. Well, who Over. do you say, Casey? Wow. I, Gretzky wouldn't be one. for me. Well, I, no, I I'm just
1: saying. 5 I'm just naming five
2: guys.
0: Um, it'd be Crosby, Lemieux, Gretzky. Uh, what? Gordy Howe and Bossy,
2: or um, i uh, not Bossy. Um, I'd like. I would have like. I'd put Bobby Orr up Thank there. Thank you. Yeah, Bobby Orr. Yeah.
1: But we we're all, both, Lemieux Howe, both Lemieux and Crosby get in there.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, Lemieux, Crosby, Bobby Orr, Gordy Howe, and
2: um, Gretzky. I already say Gretzky? But...
0: I He's, think I said. I'm I pretty sure I said five guys.
2: There's there's that I I was way off on of my estimate. I did some. I don't need people coming after me saying I'm an idiot. Uh, there are 46 people. Oh in wow! The, all right, so maybe, the, maybe it's
1: not as much of a. Uh, a luxurious group as i thought
2: uh, exclusive group yeah i mean
1: exclusive yeah
0: yeah i mean it it is but it's like it's it's more of the total points cuz he probably has what like 700 assists as well or something like that yeah. 8
2: 800, 872 for a grand yeah. total of 1373 points in his illustrious career and still going.
0: still going still going still a point per game player pretty much i don't know yeah. if he's exactly at a point per game player it's at this point over. But-
2: it's over that. He's played is it? Yeah. yeah, he's played 1080 games and has 1373 That's points. That's wild.
0: Yeah, he's at like 1.3 for his career. I mean just this season though. At like age like 34, he's still like a point
2: per game player. So see, is, is, no, yeah. is he
1: ahead of Lemieux on the all timer list?
2: No. 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 No, he's like 400 points behind Lemieux.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: um he probably won't catch Lemieux unless he plays to like age 40 like without dropping off. Gotcha. Um Gretzky is just far and ahead of everybody. Yeah. Well, I was
1: going to say, NHL 94 is how I kind of, like, rank my top five guys. So, like, my Yager would be in my top five, obviously.
2: It's number two in points overall. Yager is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, he played for, like, ever, right? He played until he was, like, 50. Yeah.
2: He's still playing.
1: That's right. That's right. You guys <laughs> told me that the last time we did the last time we had this thing.
2: Yeah. He only plays home games for, the like, the team he owns in uh, – I think it's in his hometown in Kladno. Love that guy. Uh, Love that guy. Yeah, he's still he's still good. Like that's why I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame because he hasn't stopped playing yet.
1: He's like the John Beatty of
2: Canada. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great reference. I hope people understand that one. Thank you. Thank you.
0: The Kings are a finesse team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
2: All right, guy, right.
1: um, to your half clapper. Sorry, I just. No, uh, so that was one of them. Just I felt like that was said, I'm so invested in Sidney Cy- Crosby. For, um, for, I,
0: I feel like I justice. keep chronicling Edmonton's rise and fall. They're back in the playoff picture again. So they're they fired their coach. They're they're getting some things together. They're rooming for several trades. We'll see what they do. But speaking of big trades, Jack Eichel is back. The guy's back. He's played three games for the 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 Vegas Golden Knights, and he has three points so far. So. He's only 25 years old. You you, you like you, he's been around and with like a back injury, you you feel like he's like 30 or like more. He's only 25. So uh we'll see what he can do, see if the back
2: holds up. Um so I still feel like that was like highway robbery that Vegas was able to get him. And I mean after after clearing the cap space that they did with Flurry and then they go out and get somebody like him that already made their their already deep lineup even better. I mean, they acquired like a number one center, right? <laughs> you know, like they didn't need a number one center, but they they got one anyway, and you know now they're just like I I don't want to like them after how they treated Flurry and what they did to him. And then I see, you know, I sent I think I sent you something like a week ago or whatever it was with um you know, the rumor that Vegas was interested in getting him back. <laughs> it was like Yeah, they're just going to send him that photo of the sword in the back and be like, yeah, exactly. no, no thanks. <laughs> like, they did it to him twice. Like, they did him dirty twice. And, like, he's just going to go back there and be like, oh, okay, cool. No problem, huh. guys. Oh, so you guys are
0: going to let me start, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Um, that's all I got for half-clappers. Unless, Casey, you want to add anything?
2: No, I mean, I just think it's been a fun, a fun season so far. You know, we've got some, you know, there were some storylines there, and some teams that I thought were going to be good that aren't at all, like namely Islanders. the Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were my, no. they were,
0: my, I think they were my Stanley Cup
2: winner. Pick. They, they were like a lot of people's Stanley Cup winner. Yeah, pick. and they were just them awful. against the
0: Blues. The Blues were, I, I kind of pulled out of my butt, and they've been pretty good this year so
1: i gotta go back and listen to your that was probably your best segment ever on the pod you're uh you're like yeah your tv the tv show kind of parody you did at the nhl preview season what was it like oh that was date so me, date me or date me or love me or something
0: oh it was like the dating
1: game the uh, dating game yeah 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 yeah, yeah. casey were you, on that show? were you on the preview show with us
0: i know was it, was no. it was jimmy b and it, it came as an echo uh, so I, right. I started to re-listen to it and then i just got pissed and never re-listened to it the shut whole up way. siri
1: God, this woman's always on my case.
0: <laughs> um Okay. So that being said, um, Drew, now's your time to shine. Always feel, my time
1: to shine, I Feel bro. like I've
0: been doing a lot a lot of the talking here. The the NBA catch and shoot. Firstly, what did you think of All Star Weekend? Didn't watch it. <laughs> I wrote down big LOL. <laughs> all-star all uh, game
1: LOL. I, I watched about 30 seconds of the Rising Stars because of my boy Maxie. Got to show him some love. So uh, travesty, he didn't make the all-star team. Travesty, absolute travesty. Um, I did watch probably 70% of the three-point contest. There's a seat hall game on during it, so I was all over the place. Uh, Luke Kennard was awesome. Uh, only to be upstaged in the finals by Carl Anthony Towns. I still think it's hilarious that they get, like, an entire rack of money balls.
0: And plus. they added two, right?
1: So they have an entire like, like rack in the, of...
0: And like, the, and, like, the mini elbows, right?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. There. So there's an entire rack of money balls, and... There's the uh... What,
0: Mountain Dew ball or something. Yeah,
1: the Mountain Dew balls that are like <laughs> they actually they're a little further out and they actually they actually count as three points. Oh my god! So they've put like so many more points in it, and guys can st- guys still can't like crack thirty. Which yeah, they're is...
0: <laughs> they're still having like the same points as like Larry Bird. Yeah, like
1: these, now these guys were actually pretty good this year. Like I mean the in the finals like Cat ended up with twenty nine, which was insane. Uh, considering like he's this big, lurky guy. Like usually that, usually you gotta have like the guys that are able to really have the quick release do the best. Because the how spot did he up,
0: even get in the three point contest? I like, I don't know. I don't like, know. Like nobody wanted to do it, so he just volunteered. Like I, how did I, he even get in there? That's I, I
1: don't know how they go about selecting. Like I don't know how Seth Cur- like a Seth Curry or Malik Monk wouldn't have been in it, but Cat right. But like Cat has twenty nine, he goes first in the finals uh, Trey, Trey young is next. He has 26 by the and of his last shot. Like he can't even tie. So he just like throws it up there cause he's pissed. And then Luke Kennard who had an awesome first round where he put up almost 30 points. He, uh, he co- same thing. He comes down to the wire. He ends up with like 26 or 27 and he, his last shot doesn't even, even matter. So cap pulls away. So at least some guys put on some good performances this year. But like I said, it's, it's crazy how they just keep adding points and guys, guys just aren't like, I, I I, I would expect these guys to be, you know, all the, oh, the shooting's so amazing now. It's like, all right, well, shouldn't they be getting into the thirty? Not to be like, you know, an asshole, but come on, I mean, let, let's get some guys out there that can put up some thirty spots. Um, so that was fun, and I didn't watch the dunk contest, but I heard me it was. The, I heard it was the worst ever. Uh, nothing that's saying ever, something. I mean, nothing will ever beat uh, for me. Just the, the in totality, the robbery. Of Andre Iguodala's awesome dunk, where Iverson threw it off the side of the backboard, and he ran, he like ran in from the tunnel, and then dunked, came from under the glass and dunked it, and they gave it to Nate Robinson, who needed like 27 tries to finish yeah. his dunk. That's why I kind of stopped watching. Like I, I didn't even watch the Aaron. I never, I've never actually really watched the Aaron Gordon Zach
0: Levine one. Yeah, oh, maybe yeah. I've seen
1: some highlights. Because after that, I was like, "All right, this is stupid." I was like, "I'm, I'm not. Why am I gonna watch?" You know, I hold grudges. Well, so. that
0: one drew, and then the other one with where Birdman got like a thousand chances, and it was like, "Oh my god, just please make it stop."
1: Yeah, like what are what are we doing here? So, but by all accounts, everybody thought it was the worst ever, and everyone's huh. like, "How do we fix it?" It's like you fix it by the stars doing it because the stars aren't going to be missing
0: these ducks. So. But and you go back to three chances, so they don't just like yeah. And these guys, it's out there. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I don't understand why these stars just don't want to do the dunk contest. Like, I, who cares if you lose? Like seriously, who cares? It's, it's a dunk contest. Like, it's just so
0: dumb. Maybe, maybe uh, after they reteach Zion how to run, maybe he, he'd be willing to do it.
1: Don't even get me. Don't even get me started on on him. Maybe we will get started on him. Um, and then for the game. Uh, like team LeBron won. I mean Durant team team Durant Durant didn't even play. So uh, for what that's worth, uh, came down to the end. LeBron hit hit the uh, the walk off under the new. I do like the new the new way they do it is cool. Like how they took off they took it from the the basketball tournament. Once somebody in the fourth quarter, once somebody reaches a certain threshold, um, it's like the next nine points wins, or something crazy. Oh no, the next what is it? the next twenty four after Kobe maybe something like that. It's something for Kobe, I think that they came up with. Um so that's kind of cool, I guess, to keep it a little bit more competitive-ish. But Curry made like 50 it was like 15 of 21 from 3, which was insane. He got the MVP. scored 50 points. I thought he had uh, 16 threes. Maybe it's 16. Uh yeah. Davis still holds the record of 52. And uh had 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 Team Durant won, Joel, Joel once again was robbed of an MVP that he surely would have gotten because he's just the beast, the beast man, Joel. So yeah, that's about it from All Star Weekend. Um,
0: cool. And then the other, well, the other thing was, well, I guess talks-
1: and, and 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 LeBron has strategically gotten the uh, oh, so all of a sudden doors not shut on Cleveland now, <laughs> out there,
0: which is hilarious. That fucking um, guy. fucking guy. <laughs> How about the top 75? Um, uh, there, were, there was some chatter about that. I will say that initially there were some guys I was like, I can't believe these guys are, are in there. Well, you know
1: you know, they announced this a while ago, the team, right? Like, this wasn't the first they did it. You just didn't pay attention, I'm i I just didn't pay attention. Okay, I just, yeah. I didn't. Since, since I they thought all from, showed uh, up. From our group chats, All-Star I thought maybe yeah. you didn't realize that like, did they, already, realize announced that they already announced it. I did not realize
0: they already announced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like... There were some guys on there where I was like, "How is how are these guys on there?" But then, like going back through history, I was like, "Eh, I don't like I don't know who you replace them with." Maybe the other one, the only ones I could think of were like. Well, they didn't
1: replace anybody. They took the top fifty, and then they, they added, added on 25. twenty-five of the next twenty-five years.
0: Okay, so like. Does that mean a guy like Kevin Johnson was automatically not eligible? Like it was twenty five uh, the next. So, yeah, 25? I think yeah, I
1: think that's probably the premise. That right. makes more that makes more sense. Yeah, because I was just yes.
0: like, there was a couple guys I was like, eh, like are we really putting so and so over like I don't know? There I was trying to think like guys on the, you're sp- and then the other what my eventual conclusion was you're basically splitting hairs by the time you get down to like seventy to eighty. Yeah, like in that range, and I was thinking like, uh, like um. Oh, Mitch Richmond and and uh, Stackhouse. And, Stop. Yeah, yeah. Those guys should not be. In the team. Uh, Stackhouse. Tim Hardaway and and Kevin Johnson, Joe Dumars. I don't know. I was just spitballing, but like, okay, but like guys like Dame Lillard, who are great, but like yeah. they're like, what has he done in his era? Like, so a couple, yeah, so a couple made of... a conference finals, and like, what else is he? No MVPs. Like, I, I like what else? I don't know.
1: Yeah, like the so the crazy thing, like Dwight Howard not being on the list is is insane. It's ridiculous to to keep the guy off just because he ended up, you know, he was he, he turned into like a weirdo, and just pissed a lot of people off. It just no, explain that, break that down for me. Why is it insane that he's off? So I mean, first of all, the guy was the guy had probably an eight year dominant stretch where he was the best center. He was the best at his position, hands down. He was the best and I know centers died for a little bit there but he was the best center in basketball
0: for probably 8 seasons, 7 to 8 seasons. Like I'd put, I like That's almost
1: the, an entire decade.
0: Statistics aside, I would rather have like Alonzo Mourning than him. I,
1: I okay, cool. I, that's I don't think that's how they did it, but that's fine. Uh, and hey, I, like
0: Dwight <laughs> Howard's way more dominant in his era, but like screw that. Or like Amar'e Stoudemire? I, I don't know. I mean
1: no. But anyway, Dwight was the best best player at his position for almost a decade. He didn't. He was. It's not even debate. It's not debatable. He was. That,
0: that's fine. But for he, five. What, okay. What it, hold, hold on. How, how far did that? that am take I him?
1: Casey? Am I wrong? Did he ask me why Dwight Howard should be on there? Or
2: yeah, if we're. It, Can I get through this? It, I think ahead, I think Drew ahead. should be allowed to at My least God. Make, make his point
0: for a five-year stretch. Now you know how I feel every time we bring up Jedi's. Okay, you <laughs> asshole.
1: <laughs> you mean, uh, like in a
2: few minutes when we do. Yes,
1: for a five-year stretch, he was a top-five player in basketball. So he was a top-five player in the entire league. Stop it. He was. The guy, the guy was a top three MVP candidate for three or four seasons, and he's a three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Like, you know, he did he win, he didn't win. Well, I mean, he does have a ring now from the uh, the Mickey Mouse thing, but uh, it's just not debatable. He's one of the the best defensive defensive players of Clutch all time. Clutch at the end of games,
0: too, right? What's that? Clutch at the end of games. Too, right? Okay,
1: cool. Like, I'm just telling. I'm telling. Why, I'm, why I'm, you keep
0: saying cool? I'm just saying why. Like, he was he was. He was physically imposing, but couldn't win anything. I than- mean, outside
1: outside of Hakeem Olajuwon, were any centers like super clutch at the end of games? Maybe Shaq.
0: Shaq, yeah.
1: <laughs> if you didn't put him at the line, <laughs> I, I I don't know what to tell you, man. That's it. Statistically, you know, uh, of the last twenty five years, he's one D- of the best. David Robinson.
0: Players. Uh... Robinson's on the list. I know but you're saying where any where any centers clutch other than other than All right. I,
1: I'm letting you know man Dwight Howard should have been Duncan
0: on Tim Duncan when he was considered a Dwight center.
1: Howard should have been on the list that's it uh, I I don't know where else to go with it He should have been on the list I you know people like I know, who, I know there uh, were some Who who
0: would you take off?
1: Probably Dame I probably it probably have to be Dame to take off
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even argue that. I just hate Dwight. I'd have
1: to, I'd have to look at the top twenty-five guys from the last twenty-five years that they put on. But um, yeah, like I I I
0: said, at the the end, I feel like you're just like you are splitting
1: hairs to an extent. I know Clay, Clay was pissed he didn't get on there, but I'm just like, you know, that's just kind of. Cost of doing business. I also thought Tony Parker should have yeah, been. Yeah, a lot of
0: people thought Tony Parker. I I, I, think I do think either. Tony
1: Parker is just so underrated. Like he was. Everyone they when they think of the Spurs, they just it's it's you know dunking this, dunking that. Then Kawhi. To, Tony Parker was the best player on the Spurs from to like when they went into their like second phase, like from probably oh oh seven. Like, 07 to 14, like, Parker was the best player. Like, Parker won Here, here's, in five-
0: here's Here's where I'll give you with Tony Parker. I also hated Tony Parker because he was not dominating, but he was just a winning player. And not the fact that he actually won, but he made the plays necessary. Yeah,
1: and he like, was, like, he led the league in field goal percentage
0: for a few years. Because um, he, he, he was – he took a playbook. He actually did what Steve Nash did, but better. Like, and Steve Nash had better stats. But Tony Parker was able to break down an interior defense simply by not picking up his dribble, where yeah. like the defense didn't know how to play it, and he just kept his dribble alive and broke down the defense, and it, it just it just wreaked havoc on yeah. teams. I mean, he's a
1: Finals MVP. Uh, yeah, dude. Like I. Yeah, like I. Like um,
0: I, I I hated watching Tony Parker yeah. just because I was like, okay, this feels like cheap. That you just like keep dribbling until everybody <laughs> quits and then like get a basket. Yeah, and again, he, I mean, he
1: led the league in field goal percentage as a six foot guard, which is crazy. Um, yeah, he, he was people he was people, just... people people were clamoring for Manu. It's like, oh, how do you you have to have the big three of this? I'm like, no, stop. Like yeah, Manu yeah. doesn't. Genobli, Mom, and get I, out of here. I'm a big Geno- Genobly. That's for you, Mike. Uh, no, stop it, uh, Draymond. Stop it. He was he was going on in his podcast. Had he not punched LeBron in the balls, he probably would have made the top seventy five list. Yeah, that, that that was it. Good. <laughs> yeah, because he would have won. Because he would have won Finals MVP, uh, and they would have had another ring. So he would have. He'd have been. <laughs> that was so funny. He would have been on the list if he didn't punch LeBron in the balls. Um, but I think that's really like I said. The only like Dwight to me, Dwight and Tony Parker belonged on the list. Uh, you can debate Kyrie if you want. That's I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Um, so, but for I, th- I think for the most part, they Dwight. I think for the most part, they got it right, but that's what I'm saying. Just, like, Dwight, like, a look, lot of my, guys my, on that. My
0: whole thing was Dwight never took himself seriously, so I could never take him seriously. That's fair. And I just, no, I just not, stopped there. I'm you're, like, you're I, don't, I don't care how many awards you win, Dwight, or like the fact the, that the dominance,
3: just,
1: the dominance was there for almost a decade. So, I mean, I he's belongs in the list
2: almost a decade, my ass. Kiss my
1: ass. <laughs> Eight out of ten years, man. All,
2: all I was gonna contribute to that was that Tony married well. Yeah, he did, right? And then divorced. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at the time when he was like, I, again, like I, I have issues with the NBA. Like I used to be like a massive fan, and then things happened in the league, and it just like. I don't know. Like, maybe it was, like, I got spoiled because I grew up, like, outside of Boston during, like, the very end of the Bird and McHale era. Yeah. And then, like, ushered in Jordan. And then it just, I don't know. Like, it just seemed, like, to change where it just became, like, guys became – or teams became one guy on each team. Yeah. I know
3: well, was, that was like,
1: cheap, Yeah, They, you know, they started to mark F post-Jordan, Stern basically wanted to, you know, build around superstars. So they tried to you know change the rules to make as many superstars as they could. Yeah. To build the brand, and, to build the international
2: brand. Yeah, I mean, I get from like a business standpoint like now like looking back on it, like business-wise, I think it made a lot of sense cuz it's obviously like a very popular, you know, league still and and all yeah. that. It just like that that's where it lost me. Where it yeah. became like everything was built as like, oh, it's, you know, Kobe versus anybody you know whatever guy on the other team and i'm like well there's still eight other guys out there (laughs) well that's why the nba
1: that's why the nba will never touch the nfl not that it ever was close but i think a lot of people were maybe five years ago like oh the nba is catching up they're gonna take over the they're gonna take over the nfl in popularity in a few years it's like like nfl like it's all about teams there like yeah like there's there's stars in the league that you get excited for but like you know, it's all like the team. When people are fans, they're fans of the teams. In the NBA, like you just don't really have that anymore. So, you know, you you might not have somebody watching all the Laker games. They're just watching games where they potentially are, go, you know, just see LeBron on ESPN.
0: Yeah. Okay, no. so you, I got pissed off and I looked up Dwight Howard's yearly oh, no. stats. Okay, cool. So all right so so you said an 8 year span so starting at what year and ending at what year I'd probably
1: say from 05 to 13 he was probably the best center in basketball
0: Okay so in 05 it was his second year in the league he averaged 15.8 and 12.5 Okay the next that's... the next year was 17.6 and 12.3 then and then he ends, enters a real dominant stretch 20 and 14 20 and 14 18 and 13 23 and 14 20 and a half and 14 and a half and then he goes to the lakers
1: okay so i had so so just so there's me-
0: like there's like five years where he's he's like <laughs> dominant and then his other <laughs> which, years which were- i'm
1: pretty pretty sure somebody said five years where he was the top top five player in the league okay
0: yeah. Sure, you, no, you said sure, you said right. a, um, you said a almost do, almost I, decade of for, dominance. yeah for
1: almost for almost 10 years he was the best center in basketball and for five years he was a top five player in the
0: league so you said almost decade of dominance i mean we're talking 17 and 12 18 and 12 15, 15 and 10 like yeah it, and, it, and, well okay you're, you're, you're it, just it, counting it started, you're, how many blocks a game is he getting like he's winning defensive players of the year two and a half blocks a game m- most the time in there two to two and a a couple times, two point eight and two point nine, but okay. like two, two to two and a half. Okay,
1: I mean the guy had zero post moves and he's putting up twenty a game. Like, I right, okay. I, I,
0: I feel like what you, I feel what you just read out just justified my, my, my argument. So the, the five year thing, but not the decade thing. Okay. I, there's so there's a lot of guys that average, like he's the best ba- f- he was the f- best center. I mean he was 11. the best
1: center. who was be- who was better
0: back, se- a, a, a during that period, who was a better center than him?
1: who was a better center than him during that period? I'm not time?
0: arguing that.
1: I'm well, just... that's what I said. I said for almost ten years, he was the best guy at his position. <laughs> and for five years, the top five said player in the Almost a
0: decade of dominance, and I, I just don't agree with that. I just he had that five years. Being year the stretch. best,
1: being the best player at your position is it dominance? In a dominance?
0: Position that didn't matter, obviously, because they went to what one finals? Uh... How, how is that wrong? How's that wrong? How's that wrong? How's that wrong? Okay. How's that wrong? How's that? I can do it too, Drew. How's that wrong? How's that wrong? Well, How's Casey wrong? just said How's there's eight other wrong? guys out there, Jordan. How's that wrong? How's that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: fun. We're having
2: fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we are.
1: I don't know what to tell you, bro, man. I'm, uh, get the Dwight Howard
2: shit out off my plate.
1: Am I wrong, hey, no. dude? Am I wrong? I, Am I, I guess...
2: wrong? I guess the next time I need to trigger Jordan, I just have to utter the words Dwight Howard. Ah uh, oh,
1: man, he died and then
2: and then just walk away. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know what to tell the guy.
0: I don't know what to tell you either. I just I just pulled it up and rattled it off. You just read you just you
1: just read me a bunch of great stats for the guy.
0: They were great stats. <laughs> uh, they weren't a decade of dominance. They were like right. five years of dominance with like kind, like pretty good for the other five. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right.
0: I don't know why you're laughing. That's exactly true. <laughs> you,
1: you just keep proving my point of what I said.
0: Calmer than you are. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Catch and shoot time. Catch and shoot time. Terrible. You're
0: terrible. Um, all right. Well, let's get to everyone's favorite minute of the podcast
1: oh we're just gonna we're not gonna talk about what to look forward to in the second half of the season
0: oh okay if you want to go ahead i mean i don't have to but go for it uh
1: some bold some boldsy predictions i got i was thinking about these um march 10th will obviously be the date to circle that is the Brooklyn nets visiting the 76ers uh widely contested right now whether or not Ben Simmons actually plays in that game. I am betting that that's not going to happen. But we shall see. Uh, I actually think it's going to be pretty hilarious that somehow the Nets are going to end up playing... I think the Nets are going to end up with the eight seed and are going to end up playing the Sixers in the first round of the playoffs, which is going to be just bananas. Absolute bananas. Um, And out west... I think the Lakers are gonna win a playoff series. Uh, Chris Paul apparently broke his thumb and still played a little bit in the All-Star game, which was weird. So that didn't actually it happened like a few a few games before the All Star break and then they didn't announce it until the All Star Break. But uh, I, I think the Lakers are going to make some like crazy run here because everybody else is is gonna be really banged up. Come and like they're gonna they're gonna end up playing like Utah, Memphis or Denver. In the first two rounds, uh, and my last thing, the Knicks, click, 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 will not make the playoffs.
0: I mean, is it that not even not even the play the the little? They're not even going to make the play-in. Okay. The Knicks. How many? What what's the play-in now? Like seven, eight, nine, ten.
1: Yeah, so seven, set, yeah, so se- se- seed seven to ten are in the play in seven plays currently
0: 12th by the way
1: (laughs) yes seven plays eight the winner gets seven and then the loser plays the winner of nine ten and the winner gets eight
0: okay you all right there
1: oh this this beer's getting giving me the hiccups so uh yeah that's my those are my couple bold bold takes here uh um and the big the one team I have circled that I'm really looking forward to is to see if Jamal Murray comes back with the Nuggets because I think that the way the West is shaping up if they can get Murray back I might actually like Tory's pick of them going to the finals. Really? I yeah, I I do. I just everybody's kind of getting nicked up. Like Draymond's got a herniated disc which I mean, dude, that's been hurt. I know I know I don't have like round the clock treatment, but I mean that's just incredibly painful, and they're awful defensively without him. So that's an issue. Paul just broke his hand, like broke his thumb. Like that's a problem for Phoenix. You know Memphis. I just think they're too young. Utah's absolute garbage. Dallas is actually sneaky good now. Uh, kudos to Jay Kidd because I thought that was going to be a complete dumpster fire.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Offensively, they're clicking like it's Luka and the Kirkland brand guys. But if those guys are just making shots, like they're going to be tough to beat. And defensively, they're actually playing really well this year. Um, I mean, Minnesota. Okay, I mean, I know D'Angelo Russell's fucking money, but I don't really trust them. And the Clippers. I if Kawhi, unless Kawhi and Paul George come back, like, what's gonna happen? So yeah, like I think if Murray can come back in like March and get some get some run in, I kind of like him and Jokic to maybe
0: actually come out of the West. That's yeah, that'd be that'd be fun.
1: If they can get Murray back, like I, that's the key. Like they have to. Without him, I I don't think it's possible. But if, if he can come back yeah. and, and give him something, uh, I think they're a dark horse. But yeah, watch watch the Lakers just get like perfect luck, uh, coming into this thing and, and start making some noise.
0: Maybe there's a guy out there that's a number one center for like five years that's averaging like 15 and 13 and won three three Defensive Player of the Year awards. I oh oh wait, that's Rudy Gobert
1: oh that's right yeah good call good call <laughs> only he's only he hasn't been the best player at his position so he's been the third best player at his position that's true that. he just
0: keeps winning defensive player of the year awards because of the flarva yeah exactly so <laughs> yeah bullshit. Now curva we're both... curva
1: now... Cur- Car- curva is the new one uh curva. now we're both triggered the curva
0: all right now now that'd be interesting to see what now it's time remember. for
1: everyone's favorite
0: part of the podcast favorite minute all right, um, no, no, uh, no I, do I, your
1: thing, bro. We, we again, we had to go a little, sh- we had to go a little short last week, so I, I deprived you. You take your time. You, no, no, the floor I, is yours. No, the floor I'm, is yours.
0: Um, I would just wanted to round out the note. I'm not your, even gonna on, time you on your on your Denver stuff. That was good. I like that. Thank you, thank you.
1: I'd be I'd be it'd be hilarious if Tory would get get the pick right just by pure luck this year. But
0: how would that be pure luck? Because uh, he was counting
1: on uh, his his uh, his boyfriend MPJ Junior being his oh big I got gotcha. this yeah. year. So, That's true. He'll be he'll be watching from home. Like he'll be doing the rest of his career.
0: All right. Um, one minute. If if Drew's not going to time me, Casey, then then you're up.
2: I'll time <sighs> him. I, I, All right. I may jump in here. I know this may be. Let breaking. me get through the yeah, minute. Yeah, do it. Let Just me, go. Go pile, do do. pile
0: on at the end of the minute. Give me dude, the minute. We got. We got.
1: We dude. We paid. Okay. We paid Casey for the whole night. Just use it. Use him.
0: All right. Here's my minute. Three, two. 1. They turn to 500. What a spectacle. Classic restrictor plate racing. Everyone pissed at Kozlowski for the bumping, but that didn't stop the new driver of the number 2, rookie Austin Sidrick, wins it in overtime for Team Penske, paying 30 to 1 this week we're at fontana california right outside of la the auto club speedway it's a two mile the big d shaped track drew low banking this is the one where they go so low on the track five or six lanes uh, down the straightaway it's awesome to watch they didn't race here last year due to covid alex bowman dominated and won the race in 2020. this week our picks are larson at plus 325 cal bush at plus 650 blaney at plus a thousand keselowski plus 2500 so far we're minus four units on the year Woo! with 15 oh, even... seconds to spare jeez um yeah we're minus four units but what go ahead case let me have it give me the kozlowski hate
2: so let me let me just preface this <laughs> i i have not really watched much like i'll tune in and watch the 500 because it's you know the spectacle that that it is you know and it's it's like anything else like casual fans like watch the Super Bowl because it's the biggest, you know, right. event or whatever. So, I had seen earlier in the day the guy that I used to when I did watch NASCAR back in high school, like so, you know, 90s, you know, early 2000s or whatever. Jeff Burton was my guy, like the, the number mayor. 99. Yeah, number 99, the X-Side, you know, Batteries car and everything. So, he was he was my dude. And I saw him on Twitter saying, like, he was a proud dad. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Like, what's what's going on? And then I had an immediate, like, I am fucking old. Because <laughs> his son was, like, making his first start in the 500. And I'm like, dear lord, like, where the hell did, like, the last, you know, 20 years or something go? And so I turned in, and it was maybe, like, I don't know, like, in the mid-50s in the laps or something. And I see... I'm like, oh, let me just see like where where Burton's kid is, and he's freaking leading the race, <laughs> like. So I'm like, all right, well now I'm interested. Like, you know, go, you know, go, kid. You know, that's kind of cool. And the race isn't even on for like five minutes, and I can see Kozlowski's like completely up his ass the entire way around the track, mm-hmm. which, okay, you know, bump drafting, I get it, that's fine. And then he just decides, you know, with two laps to go in the first stage, that he's just going to take him out. And he just sends him sends flying, takes out, like, six other cars with him, and and the announcers are just sitting there like, oh, oh, whatever. Like, it, like I'm looking on Twitter, watching it, and, like, the, the complete, like, Jekyll and Hyde of <laughs> the commentary that was just, like, whether they were ignoring it, because he just does this all the time. And he's just like an asshole driver and just decides eh, I can't get around this kid on my own. So I'm just going to take him out. And then everybody online, you know, going after him saying he's dirty and, and all this other stuff. And then it brought back that whole feud he had last year with what's his face and Logano. Like, yeah. You know, where I had to reach out to you and be like, what the, like, what the hell is going on with this? Like, why is NASCAR? So, like- <laughs> what I
0: didn't tell you, Casey is even, even a couple years ago, um Kazlowski, he was you know he played Mr. Nice Guy on the track and um he would kind of let up and he he's never he's won a bunch of restrictor place races both at Daytona and Talladega but he's never won the 500 and so like he got wrecked out yet again in the 500 and he and he just flat out said like I don't care anymore I am not holding up I am not breaking for other people I will run them over just because I am tired of being the one getting wrecked. I, I will be doing the wrecking from now on. Like if push comes to shove. So he flat out said that. I think he may have gotten fined at the time. It was like two, or, it was like maybe three years ago or something. Worth it.
2: And so, so, so he went like classic heel turn then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so people, <laughs> and it, it may have been the same season where he got in fights with like three different drivers. <laughs> it was like the year after he won the championship and he was just like all right i'm i'm the cock of the walk and everyone just like hated him and um i'm the cock with the walk is that what you said the cock of the walk uh, okay have you ever
1: you don't know that I, phrase no i don't i don't know what that is
0: i love i love it knows.
1: i love it though i'm just so using it
0: cock of the walk yeah, it's the Christopher Walken is probably the one that says it the best when he's with the whole uh, don't fear the Reaper skit, right? I'm the cock of the walk, baby, right?
1: Like, so see, <laughs> wait, is that like referencing walking or like walk like walking?
0: Cock of the walk? I just like strutting like a, like a, like Okay, a, like so it's actually rooster, walking,
1: like not because his last name is Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, correct, okay. correct. I think that's a fair question.
0: Yeah.
2: Sure. But then, like, later it- you know, I had the race and on the basically background. Basically,
0: Kozlowski did it a second time.
2: Yeah, late in the race. Because, again, he was, like, you know, in a position where he couldn't get around somebody because he's not talented enough <laughs> and and just decided, whatever, I'm just going to run him over. So then he causes, <laughs> like, another massive wreck. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like I told you, I mean, it, he he drives. Like, I used to play NASCAR video games. Like, where the computer is just like doing weird things and trying to block you, and you can't get around, so you're just like, eh, whatever, and you just wreck them just so you can win the race and feel better about yourself. Like that's that like that seems to be how he approaches real life driving. Yeah,
0: I mean it's it's hard on restrictor plate races just because you're in a giant line. Like if you check up, you could cause an accordion effect in the field behind you. It just it's 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 hard, um, and especially with with the new car like. They were they was a lot of figuring things out. Like somebody's will split in half. Like it was. Yeah. It was. There was a lot of a lot of shenanigans going on out there. Like Every new, time you, you say restricted play,
1: I just keep thinking of Frank the Tank in his
2: driveway, the Red Dragon. <laughs> um, it's
1: not not exactly street legal.
2: <laughs> um, you know, yeah. But you're supposed so. to be like you know like I remember at least back you know and maybe this is like you know liked it better back in the day or whatever but even you know when the restrictor plates were those races back in you know whenever when I actually paid attention to it you would hear like the chatter about how you know certain cars were making you know strategic decisions and not even teammates but like you know hey like we're gonna go high so we're just gonna strand this guy and, and turn it you know from two wide into three and one guy's gonna get cycled to the back because nobody's gonna go with him like you're just gonna hang him out to dry right and that's sort of what I was waiting for, was that three-wide stuff. And instead, maybe because he's burned every bridge in, in all of NASCAR and, like, nobody would go with him, so he was just like, ah, whatever, I'll just take everybody out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it had more to do with circumstance than... I, I, I give him a pass on this one, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Honestly, we'll see what happens this week. So, The the, the funniest, though, was, was NASCAR Twitter basically saying like to uh stenhouse the pot killing calling the kettle black because stenhouse is known of just for like dumping everyone and then he got dumped and was bitching about it so um (laughs) anyway that's enough about nascar we'll see what happens this week um it's
1: the best nascar segment we've ever had
0: (laughs) yeah because we're talking about the big d this upcoming week yeah all right parlay and then let's get into some star wars um, what, what are we looking at this weekend, boys?
1: Uh, do you think they'll let us parlay the, uh, like the batch of rounds for the Taylor fight?
0: Uh, with other stuff other than boxing? Yeah.
1: All right. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Taylor winning in the 10 to 12. The dead okay. 10 to 12 batch.
0: Okay. That's cool. Um,. I always like to go to Saturday nights because that's fun for me, because we're all about fun, fun,
1: fun. Amy for fun, guys, fun, fun.
0: Um, I will take the over ten o'clock Colorado Avalanche Vegas Golden Knights. Casey, do you want to get in on this, or are you gonna are you gonna bow out? You want? You, you got a
1: good you uh, got a good plus twenty thousand soccer favorite to
2: land on land
0: minus eight hundred, and they end up I, in a
2: tie. I honestly haven't even looked at what what the Premier League was looking at this weekend I'm so disenfranchised right now because my <laughs> team is sucking ass this year and it's
1: so what do you, you gotta get up at like Sunday is that Sunday mornings that shit's on
2: Saturday and Sunday morning.
1: Oh. Well, I guess guess you got a kid, so I guess you're up anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm usually
2: up by 7. The earliest game usually starts now around, like, 7.30 or 8, somewhere in that range. So I've usually Ah. been up and already have, like, at least one or two coffees in me at that point.
1: I mean, I got up to let my dog out last Saturday at, like... 8 o'clock in the morning, and that's early on a Saturday for me. <laughs> and I, like, I couldn't fall back asleep, and I was flipping channels. I'm like, oh, is this one of the soccer craps? Does these guys actually wake up at this time for this nonsense?
2: Yeah, imagine being on the West Coast. Really, oh, Jesus. You know? I got
1: to say that. It was the be- one of the best times ever On the- when I was out on the West Coast was waking up on a Sunday at, at 10 o'clock in football already being on. That was awesome. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I'm already in, in gear here.
2: So I do have one that is intriguing to me, on and it's 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 hockey. Yes. Um, just going back to my roots, anyway. Since I let you down with the last uh, the last soccer <laughs> fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one the afternoon game or one of the afternoon games anyway strikes me as a very I don't know what the odds even look like for it, but Edmonton at Florida with yeah. the over in that yeah, game? Yeah, I was
0: thinking about that too. Mike Smith versus Bobrovsky.
2: I mean, just like two two of the highest scoring teams in the league, I believe, or at, at yeah. least on paper, you yeah. know, with the talent levels and everything. So I think that one could be a goal fest. Yeah. All right, let's do that. So did, the, did we uh,
1: even do a
0: parlay last week? No, we because we ran long with Dan. Okay. And and we just did the NASCAR picks, which gotcha. I am doing a dollar per pick, so. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so the parlay this week, uh, which we lost in tragic fashion the previous week, um, is the over in the Oilers game, the over in the um, Colorado Avalanche game, and then Josh Taylor in rounds, uh, what, 10 through 10, 12? 10-12, yeah. yeah. Got it. All right, there it is. Uh, sorry, note, we've never, I
1: don't think we've done that before, so it'll be fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good. On that note...
1: Fun, fun, waiting for fun.
0: <laughs> Assume positions. Three, two, one. It's still February, so you know I got another Nugget Nectar going. Drew?
1: <sighs> I'm going to be
0: awful tomorrow.
1: Uh, I found a round pumpkin in the back of my fridge. Ooh. It's going to do that, southern tier.
0: Yikes. It's a great one. Casey's still drinking the whiskey. I just got so
1: much crap in my fridge. Like I keep finding these gems, like just shoved in the back that I bought like years ago.
0: You have the deepest fridge of anyone ever. I do. Ever. It's
1: insane. Casey. It's like the yeah, it's like that scene in Ghostbusters where she opens the fridge and then that like dog and the, the demon and all that shit's inside it, like all the way inside. It's like that's what that's like my fridge in the garage now.
0: Oh
2: my. Um, Casey, you're just drinking the whiskey again. Yes, sir. And actually, this bottle is now. Uh... Fantasy
3: whiskey
2: bottle is empty so hot route hot route
0: Jordan's mystery segment oh right Right here oh
1: man talk about fun which one of my 9,000 shows could you be asking
0: about four of them we got some dates we got some dates. dates dates actual dates actual dates, not Pe- the
1: seasons or Peaky the random blinders. months they may premiere in we have Peaky actual dates, folks. starting
0: this weekend february 27th bbc in the uk and then there's they'll do there's six episodes there'll be six weekends in a row in the uk on bbc and then typically after six weeks um from the start date uh, basically when it wraps up then they'll release
2: it on netflix so stay tuned, everybody.
0: right hand
2: which season is this now? Six. Six. Sixth and final. Oh, God. I Sixth am so final. far behind. Uh, Last
0: Kingdom. March 9th. Destiny are... is all. Destiny's is... Uthred. Fight me, Uhtred. So we're like, what, three weeks away? Two and uh, a half from The Last Kingdom? Yeah,
1: two and a half. I have officially, as of uh, Tuesday, started the rewatch...
0: I've already on, rewatched it five times so I, I just
1: started I I just got to season uh season 3. It is just so God. good. Give me give me all that Saxon blood baby. Give it to me. <laughs> I want it.
0: I need Oz- it. Ozark part 2. They they dropped it. The Woo. end comes sooner than you think. Uh April 29th, 2022. Yeah. Part 2. It's coming. We'll be done with it before summer.
1: I love that. April. I was thinking July.
0: I told Drew we're gonna be we're gonna be show fatigued by summer, and he said that's not a thing.
1: Yeah, I need just give me as many screens as you can give me.
0: <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Perfect segue. This this is starting May twenty fifth. Twenty twenty two. Trust the
1: Force, Luke. Use
0: you the that, use the Force,
2: Luke. You. Well, I think you were the one that sent me anyway. Like the the thing about the significance of that date.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was the day that uh, what a New Hope came out, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, K- we K- Casey to tried
1: to uh, you know flip his uh, his Star Wars uh, you know what around. It was like, ah, oh, how do you how do you not release it on May the fourth? That's a missed opportunity. And so Jo came out and and just laid some
0: knowledge <laughs> on us. <laughs> I don't even remember. Do- I remember reading the article. I don't remember laying the knowledge on you, but I, I I it was probably like you guys probably took it as me laying the knowledge. For me, it was like. Oh, cool. Look what I stumbled on, and I just like shared it. I wasn't trying oh, to... Oh, no, it
1: wasn't you. No, no. No. It was you, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, c- credit credit to the big KL, Kevin Lacey, because I, I stole Casey's uh, shitting on it for missing May 4th, and I just copied it and, <laughs> <laughs> and sent it to my buddy. And then he, he gets annoyed <laughs> with me when I shit on stuff. <laughs>
3: oh,
1: and wow. so he actually looked it up and then said, it was like, hey, Drew, gave me the finger. I was like, oh, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm going to... It went right back to these guys. Uh, good call, yeah. good call. Here goes go, Kay. He's still he's mad at me. I I shorted him on the uh, the trade. He 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 broke the Harden trade to me. He's still mad at me for that. I slated him, but All right. that's gonna be fun, Kenobi. I'm looking. i I'm, I'm 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 pumped. I, I'm actually pumped for Hayden
0: Christensen, man.
2: Yeah, I kind of am know. too.
0: Like I, I'm glad you said that because I'm just like, am I the only one that kind of was like welcoming Hayden Christensen back? Like,
2: no, you're not. There's an entire subset of Twitter <laughs> that is like obsessed with Hayden Christensen. I mean, listen,
1: outside outside of just the, a terrible delivery of like eight classic lines, like what, <laughs> like what, like how bad was he? Come on,
0: I, I, dude. I well said, because like, like he was like in key moments, he was so bad. But, he like, was. he kind of fitted.
3: You like,
2: will try. Tries. You will try. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> oh, the I mean, he was good in the second one. What's the he, up? he was it's good in like, Clone Wars. I for, hate for, sand.
0: I hate sand. For the Republic. I forget. He says, like, so matter-of-factly. I, I forget the, the whole line, but for the Republic. Like, I, hate, I you. hate you! I hate
2: you! <laughs> He brought you here to kill me? <laughs> I mean, dude, he was
1: he was so like coked out on the dark side at that point though. I mean, what do you expect?
2: I mean, like we like I know Jordan and I have at least spoken about this, but like the I mean, it, it's no it's no secret, but the writing it of those scripts is just so bad in the prequels and yet the fact that like and mcgregor stood out so much as like head and shoulders above anybody in that entire you know prequel trilogy yeah
0: he he has an unfair advantage with the british accent though like it, it just makes everything sound good i mean yeah
2: but he was just the most believable character oh out absolutely of, out of any of them yeah
0: absolutely Anyway, so let's get into it. I
1: mean, year. he's the no- I mean, he's the number one power-ranked Jedi, so I mean, obviously.
0: Uh, you you're you're I'll say you're probably <laughs> right. I I just get annoyed. Oh,
2: shifted. (laughs) No, no,
0: no, no. Did you forget forget about
1: that that classic battle, Jay? No, no, this is where I get annoyed
0: because instead of exploring the actual debate, you just yell at me. And I'm like, can we just talk about the Minichlorian count? I just want to vet this out. And you're like, hey, no! Yeah. Fucking Minichlorians. God.
1: Anyway, uh, so, I'm excited yeah. is it, How many do, you, do we know Is it six episodes It's only It's a limited series So it's only going to be yeah. One
2: season for now I think it's I think it's six Six Okay It's Whatever it is It's not enough Very true
0: um, They should They should just Abandon all their Star Wars plans And just Just do all Obi-Wan Unless they want to do uh, A deep dive Into Yoda's 800 years And I'd be uh, I'd sign up for that as well Yeah Fuck Yoda
2: you know what? I mean, up yours. I'm, I'm I'm most I'm most excited for Kenobi and Ahsoka. And then everything else is kind of... like I somebody keeps every time it comes up, there's one guy that or one buddy of mine anyway that lives up the street from us and he we talk about Star Wars you know over text and everything, and he keeps mentioning that there's a show about Cassian Andor coming. And I keep forgetting about it. I don't know and what I, what is what is Cassian Andor. He's he was one of the the lead guys in uh, in Rogue One. Oh, oh, okay. And like we're getting his backstory because obviously he's dead like by the end of Rogue One. Well, so. <sighs>
0: Okay. Like, See, that just feels like I'm. Um, that just feels like they're taking advantage of me now. Like, like they need content story of a guy. They have from, a that, th-
1: streaming service. They he's need content in a
0: backstory movie. So it's a backstory <laughs> of a backstory.
2: It's. Yeah. I
0: feel like you're just taking advantage of me now.
2: Like I, admittedly, I think I'm I'm the least excited about that one. <laughs> even though I absolutely adore rogue one i think people
1: just i think people like the actor so they're excited about the actor being back
0: is which which one was he
1: he's the guy that helps her that she's hugging when the uh the planet blows up right yeah yeah okay yeah
0: anyway let's let's talk about the book of boba fett yeah it it ended ended what one and a half two i was it underwhelming i don't know three weeks ago i'd say i thought it was a week and a half to two weeks ago yeah something like that um But okay, so for, let's just start first off. Initial reactions when they show Boba F- Boba Fett surviving the Sarlacc pit, Casey. What'd you think of that first sequence?
2: So, the the two things that I wanted to know with what this series was going with was how did he survive, which they answered basically in the opening montage of almost
0: immediately. Of, yeah.
2: yeah, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like thank you, and then the other one was like, "How did the Jawas get his armor?" And they answered that. Which
0: when did we see the Jawas get his armor? When wasn't that the it, first episode too? Yeah, yeah, it was almost. It was like, in the first ten minutes no, of the episode. No, 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 no. Episode. I'm saying, I'm saying, where did that question arise from? That came from season two of Mando. Mando right. of Mando, right? Because, yeah. because. Cause, uh, and who? Because it was um, Timothy Oliphant that had his his armor, right?
2: Correct. Yeah, Cobhans. And you,
0: and, you, and at the time when we watched that, you were like, "Why does he have that? How does he have that?"
2: Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I was legitimately pissed off watching that episode. <laughs> like...
0: I do remember that. <laughs> that's why I wanted. That's why I wanted to bring this up.
2: Like, let let yeah. let's get it all on on
0: on the up and up here. Yeah. So yeah. It, so it shows when, up in season two of the Mando, man of of Mando, yes. uh, Boba Fett's armor, and you're just like, H- how is? And it's a very distinct armor. It's not like a replica or, or like a like a stock order. It's like, how does he have Boba's armor? Like that's ridiculous. Correct.
2: Yeah. I was. So I was the question is, like, how does the how
0: do the Jawas get it? Is, is yeah. Well, it?
2: and then it it ended up coming out like that. He got it from the like Cobb Vanth got it from the Jawas. Yeah. So I'm like alright, well, clearly, like, that that was sort of the illusion, anyway, that that Boba was alive still, because how else would they have gotten the armor, right. unless the Sarlacc just, like, puked it up, which was just, like, the most ridiculous thing. <laughs>
3: In, or if
1: somebody, like, like took the ship and took it into the bows of the Sarlacc.
2: Yeah, you know, it was just... None of it made any sense to me, and then, like, finally, like, as that episode wore on, then I was like, okay, this is a good episode of Mando. Like, I'm I'm, I'm calm now. Like, the nerd in me was just, like, chill, like, chill out at that point. And it, so, it, so the first episode of Book of Boba Fett, like, answered that question. You know, he gets out. Like, he basically, like, claws his way out. And then because he's so you know, exhausted, dehydrated, whatever, like, passes out in the sand, and the was find him and strip him of his armor, and then he's just sort of, like, left there. And then the Tuscans find him, and, you know, sort of capture him, enslave him, whatever you want to call it. Um, So, yeah, like, it answered the, like, the two main questions I had, it answered, and then I was like, okay, now where are we going with this? So, wasn't expecting... Anything in terms of the uh, like the relationship that he built with the Tuskins, and I thought that was neat. You know that he kind of you know because he's always been this like you know uh, perceived to be because we don't know a, a lot about him. He didn't have a ton of screen time. You know in the movies, in the animated series, you only really see like Kid Boba, like after you know Django had his head taken right, off. Right. Yeah. So it sort of you're sort of, like, been left to kind of fill in the blanks a little bit about who this, you know, badass bounty hunter is. You
0: just kind of see and him as, like, a stoic, like, almost, like, monolithic kind of figure.
2: Yeah, like, he only says, like, one or two lines in the in the original trilogy, but it's just that aura about him and how, mm-hmm. you know, how he carried himself that it's like this dude's this dude's kind of
0: he's he's doing this for this is his business
2: like right like this is all business for him yeah you know so that was that was neat and then they start going into the whole like how he actually you know gets trained by the tuscans and you know learns to sort of like refine himself and learns new techniques and all this kind of and then he teaches them so like i i I didn't expect at all there to be any sort of tie-in with the tuscans at all yeah yeah
0: that came out of nowhere
2: Yeah, so I thought that was interesting, you know, maybe they did a little bit too much with it, because I thought the first, you know, three, at least the first two, and I think like by the third episode it started to pick up, but the first two were like, it ended and I was like, okay, cool, you know, but it didn't, it wasn't anything that I thought more about, it was just kind of like, it was like a 30 minute documentary about something, You know, and I just went to bed and everything was fine. I woke up the next morning going, okay, cool. That was, it's fun to have a show about Boba around. Eh,
1: Nothing, nothing that got your lightsaber up and, up and moving in the morning.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then, you know, it finally, you know, starts to pick. And the thing that I, like, I remember it because we were sitting down here in the, in the basement watching it and my wife didn't pick up on it. Nobody really, like I talked to you guys, you guys didn't hear it initially but at the end of, I think it was like episode four, I think we determined, where, you know, they're preparing for war, and Fennec, you know, looks at him and says, you know, he's like, oh, we're going to need, you know, we're going to need fighters, you know, and she says something like, oh, well, you just have to know where to look, and then Mando's music plays. Right. No, I and picked like, up
0: on it, I just never thought they would turn it into Mando's Book of Mando two and a half basically. I I because when they played the music, it was just like, I was like, oh okay, yeah, yeah, like Mando, like, the, but I, I didn't think it would just become a show about Mando,
2: in the second half of the show. Yeah, no, and it, season and it two of two
1: point
0: five.
2: Yeah, yeah, and but I think it. Worked. I mean, other than them billing it as like Book of Boba Fett,
0: right? That's the part that was strange. Is like they, it was billed as Book of Boba Fett, and then halfway through the season, they just picked up the the story that they left off in Mando. Yeah, that, I mean, they're definitely the name like, of the they, show made it feel awkward, but but the story itself actually flowed.
2: Yeah, I mean, they needed to do something to pick up and do some of the backstory, and and because I don't know where. It seems like, at least based on what happened with the dark with you know his his coven of you know the the armorer and then you know Fat Mando, that like he's gonna have. to... I think that's what I should he, go for for Halloween, Fat Mando. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm halfway there. You know, so I think they, they kind of maybe got the haircut for the, it too now. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, i'm crying oh, man I'm crying worse than dwight howard arguments uh, oh zing got me um, <laughs> Fun. we're going for fun um yeah but as like the point you're getting to casey is like through four episodes it was interesting but like unless you were i i have a high tolerance for slow plots but like a lot of people were like okay this is this is getting slow the part mm-hmm. where i was slowing down was like just with him sleeping in that cryo chamber and then like what is he
1: doing in there
0: i'm like (laughs) no i assumed it was because his skin was burnt from all like this stuff that went on in the desert but like i was just having a hard time figuring out like the sequence of events i was like so what what happened like was this before what happened last episode or after i had to call you like once or twice to be like what where are we in this plot like what is going on
2: no, they did. They they used you know like the the back to tank as you know a, a creative element to to get into a flashback.
0: Yeah, I so, wasn't sure. Yeah, I, exactly. I wasn't sure. I was like, so are all these events happening like in between his cryo chamber sessions? Like, I, was there just one cryo chamber session and then they were all flashbacks? I, I still couldn't figure that part. No, out. No,
2: there 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 were multiple sessions and okay. the and there was one line I think in either episode one, I think it had to be one, um where he looked at Fennec and he said, you know, oh like the nightmares are coming back again. Oh right, yeah. So these were all like the repressed at least the way I perceived it anyway, where they were all like the refra- like the repressed memories that he had about that turbulent, I guess, time in his life. And it filled it like they used it to just to sort of fill in the gaps of like okay well this is how we this is how we escaped this is what happened to the armor this is what he was doing in between the time you know that he gained the trust of the Tuskens, and then ends up seeing you know Mando he sees Fennec you know left for dead out in the the uh, in the, the sands of Tatooine and so they did a lot of like ways to try and tie up some of those loose ends and those questions of like well how how was he still around because he was in season one of Mando but it was just his boots Yeah. so they answered that you know they tied that in and then they tied you know how he got his ship back so all these things it was just sort of like a storytelling element so every time he was in there they did like some new milestone of how he got himself back together again
1: well it's a good thing while he was in there there wasn't like some alleged badass
0: wookie bounty hunter ready to kill him <laughs> oh that guy was awesome
1: yeah was, was San- he was he though for i was
0: thought he so though? was he why, why wasn't he <laughs> so like i mean you'll stick up for dwight howard but you won't stick <laughs> up for so like for i the, mean the <laughs> back, so boba uh, so so boba
1: fett boba boba fett's sleeping in this chamber and this like lethal deadly assassin can't kill him in there i mean come on <laughs> how how good how good are you you can't you you can't kill a sleeping guy for god's well, sake i mean
2: how, how many Jedi stormed you know palpatine's office and didn't even make it through the door are we
1: uh, do we do we need do we need another reason why the jedi overrated do we need to do we need another reason jesus uh and then like and then when he and then that big battle at the end like he, he he's this giant, massive, like Wookiee with like, you know, tasers for fists, and he gets over overrun by like six weird like frog guys. Are we are we yeah. serious? Was
2: he that well, he, great? He, he was. He, he was. You're he, just a he, hater. He also got shot like nine times in that episode and was like limping it and then was fine in the next shot and I was like <laughs> yeah. although I did pick al- up on that too
1: although another <laughs> another kale shot apparently those like frog guys like hunt Wookiees for a living like I don't know if that's a real thing but that's what somebody told me okay but I don't know but yeah I was just like man they're like they, they're making this Wookiee out to be this badass and Jesus he's just can't can't kill sleeping Boba Fett and these frog dudes just like took him down. Like are we
3: why
1: why 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 did we why did we kill the giant pigs? Why why didn't they survive?
0: And we're letting this Wookiee keep going. Okay, I your, digress. Your justification is the is the pigs. Come on. The,
2: the, the, I digress. The, the, the pigs were, like the Gamorrean guards or were, were never even in like the original trilogy. They were kind of like cast off as yeah. throwaway yeah, characters yeah. and stuff. And um. We,
0: so, all right, so halfway through, it becomes like the the Mando and Grogu and everything else show. How did we feel about all that, guys? So, Is that where you were going, Drew?
1: Well, I, I was gonna say what I didn't before we got there, because when we, we, I guess we can agree, when we got to the Mando stuff, like it was awesome, right? Like the Mando no, was, stuff was great. Yeah,
2: it was amazing. Yeah, it was. It, it went from like zero to a hundred, yeah. like out of nowhere. I just.
1: So before there, for me, like, I I just don't care about Boba Fett being this, like, leader of, like, this city. Like, he's this badass bounty hunter. Like, I want to see him be a badass bounty hunter. That's kind of why it was kind of dull to me. Like, and, like, it just wasn't – like, I I didn't watch him live. Like, I watched the Mandos. Like, when the Mandos dropped, I was like, that day, I was like, I got to watch it. I don't want to be spoiled. Like, I I need to see the next episode. I I think I, I watched the first one when it came out. I was like, yeah, okay. And then, like, I just kind of watched. I was on like a huge delay. Like, I couldn't even read some of our group chats. I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't, I don't want it to be spoiled, but like, I'm not in a rush to watch it. I just didn't care about like what they had him doing, basically, and that kind of like derailed the excitement of of uh, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, me.
0: I think that's a pretty pretty fair assessment. Yeah, yeah
1: like uh, like you like you guys said about like what made him awesome in the the trilogy when he barely even says two words. It's just he's this like you know he's just this awesome. Badass bounty hunter. Like that's kind of what I wanted to see. Like, you know, not refined. Oh, I'm the ruler of this, the ruler of this trashy sand city. Let me walk around and like make friends and go to this bar and
2: uh, whatever. I mean, I, I at least got at the. I think so it was you're the criticizing
0: end of... Disney, huh? <laughs> uh, I guess. You guess, huh? I guess. Uh, come on, give me more, give me more, Drew. Come on, let's go. No, I guess. Let, let I Disney just, have that, it. Meh. Like, like I mean, so they messed up, uh, didn't they?
1: Well, I don't think so. I mean, you you oh, all still really? watched it, right? You all still watched it, so they didn't mess up that
0: so, bad. Uh, so that's 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 your bar then, if you watch it, huh?
1: Uh, I guess,
0: I guess. I mean, you watched Lost. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh really yeah go listen. When, man, when i
1: and, all right so that was just my take on the on the on the boba fett stuff uh, the mando stuff was awesome i mean you got mando you got grogu you got that wacky lady with the robots uh luke skywalker i, I i'm gonna butcher uh rosario dawson's character names Asu- ahsoka ahsoka, ahsoka. Sorry, Casey. I know that's your girl.
2: Uh it, it, she's not she's not, not,
1: like, not Rosera Dawson, the actual like character from, from the show. The actual
2: character yeah. She's literally like probably top three character for me in all of Star Wars. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh be careful anyone cosplaying as her in the Pittsburgh area. Be careful. <laughs> 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 um That stuff was great. Like that stuff was just great. Like the whole there the very first scene with Mando where, you know, he's uh struggling with the dark saber but he's killing all those guys was really cool and um it was all really interesting they had some good comedy in there with him having to check all his stuff as he got on the plane because he didn't have uh (laughs) have his ship that was really that was clever and uh yeah like the whole thing with grogu was cool too uh you know luke uh luke skywalker obviously being overrated as he is at times uh making Grogu you. choose between the Mandalorian, Mandalorian armor, which is just a ripoff of Lord of the Rings, and uh, Yoda's lightsaber, which, how the hell did he get that? Uh, <laughs> that thing got lost in the Battle of Palpatine that Yoda lost, uh, which, you know, only Sith. We we passed a funny meme around that. Uh, so there was Sith's. a lot
0: of good me- memes about that, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, hey, Luke,
1: only only Sith speak in absolutes, pal. Uh, it so, him, so either that stuff him was great. choose
2: one or the other is an absolute. Yeah. Like that that other one that I I think I sent was it this weekend I sent it to you guys with the you know like you want me to choose between you know an item who is like from a guy who's a father figure of mine and some old dude yeah. or whatever it's a you know the, the 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 Jedi that all they've done is like caused me pain or something like that. yeah like,
0: yeah that I
1: didn't even know
2: yeah like real real tough choice here yeah, yeah. oh,
1: so good. Who did you? uh, What did you? Did you guys? Did you guys think he was going to choose the the Mandalorian armor?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I thought he was going to go lightsaber, man.
0: I, not, I, not, I not didn't. what I would have chose. But I mean, for purposes of the plot, I thought it was pretty odd. Well, I fe- gonna-
1: I figured it would have just given Disney another excuse for Grogu's own spinoff.
2: Well, so I think I I may have even cited on 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 this show is at the end of season 2 of mando we were left with you know that that decision right so he's he's going off with luke and then based on the timeline and based on everything that we knew about which jedi were still around it was basically luke and you know nobody <laughs> yeah so the 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 thing that like i joked about which is like half joked about anyway was that one of two things was going to happen with Grogu and it was Luke casts him out because he can't train him or whatever or emo Kylo Ren yep. like kills him oh, when slaughtering he kills the younglings like, yeah right when he, like he basically like emulates you know his his grandfather and and butchers a bunch of younglings and Grogu happens to be one of them so knowing i mean maybe like that's probably the route I would have gone with it because I think it would have been a, a more impactful kind of thing. Yeah, me too.
1: I just I just or, like the kids getting killed. I'm a sick puppy.
2: For, like, yeah, maybe I'm just a, like you know an asshole or something. But like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was from I, I was
0: thinking he would end up in the temple and get slaughtered as well. But that, well,
2: I mean, you know, maybe. What what, happen, are,
1: what are the but... what are the odds he would survive two temple attacks? Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was that, literally... that was
1: his flashback. Right. That was the. That was the yes. Revenge of the Sith uh, temple attack, right? Correct, okay. yeah. All they right.
2: still didn't show how we actually got out, yeah. which I kind of want to know. I assume they're
3: saving
1: that for season
2: 3, 4, or 5 of Mando. Could be, yeah. They want to play all their cards and everything, yeah. but it was keep like... Just keep as... pumping
1: out that that material, that content. Like they,
2: They've they been, between the animated shows and... I guess the animated shows, really. Like They've been showing... What I like about it anyway is that once order 66 gets ex- or gets executed anyway or enacted, they've done a cool job of showing it from different perspectives than what you saw in the movie. So like in the animated series, ahsoka is with like Captain Rex and a bunch of like the clones that she was kind of like used to be in like a commander of. And then you see it and hear it, you know, like, commit or, like, execute Order 66, and then you see it now from a different perspective. Okay. She's been turned on, you know, even though she's not a Jedi anymore, but they still turn on her. So she then tries to, like, work as much as she can to to get Rex to break out of it, and eventually they surgically remove his inhibitor chip, and, and he comes back to normal. But in Bad Batch, they did the same thing, you know, where they it gets executed and then with that crew of the bad batch anyway like their inhibitor chips didn't activate so they're seeing you know their sort of brethren turn on the jedi and they're like what the hell is happening so they've done a lot of cool stuff to show it happening in different ways and then to do it they did the same thing even in in this episode like you said when they when it gets enacted you know, now they're coming after Grogu, so they've put Grogu into that same right. environment. So it's just another angle that you're not necessarily thinking about as this whole thing is going on. But and it's across the galaxy. I mean, it's literally across the galaxy, so they can do this as many times as they want. But it's still interesting. Just to Disney me. hit
1: home runs over there.
2: Yeah, you know. So that's it, it. Was that was neat, but like I just still wanted to see like how he actually got out.
1: Yeah, and I like I said I imagine they're going to that they're they're saving that for more uh for more of the Mando. But yeah, I I thought they I did, I don't think I I thought I thought they've st- they're still doing a pretty good job of not over using Luke with like the CGI stuff. Like I thought he was in there just enough. Um like they didn't have him come back with Grogu uh and have him help in the battle like, you know, they had him there on uh on whatever planet he he was there with, with Grogu and starting to build the temple, and then that was it.
2: Yeah, I, admittedly, I was kind of expecting Luke to show up in that, but I could never get my head fully wrapped around how that would work. You know, like, I knew, like, the connection between him and Mando, but would there be a connection between him and Boba after he basically thought he killed Boba? Right. You know, oh, in good the point. They never
0: even like ran into each other, huh?
2: No, no. Mando
0: ran into both of them. But they didn't run into each other, and nobody mentioned to Luke that they that that Boba was still around, did they? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even put two and two together. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like, All that. right, thanks, Dad. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hey, go that through.
1: uh that bounty hunt that like uh, ruthless bounty hunter you killed yeah he's still alive. You might want to just you know watch your six.
0: <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Teach. I'm going to go hang out with uh, – I'm going to go help Boba save this town. Bo- bo- Boba who?
2: Uh, Fett? The the guy I killed like 10 years ago? Like, really?
0: That, nah, that's got to be
2: a different guy.
0: It's like, does he look like this? Pulls up a picture on his iPhone.
1: <laughs> Boba Fett? Ah, I was never a big Star Trek fan.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Now the the, the – what? The analysis I really want to hear, Casey – Alien cowboy guy, <laughs> Cad Cad Bane. Basically,
1: Paul. You, have you guys? Have you guys seen the, the movie you, Paul? N- no, no. Ah, oh, where Seth Rogen does the voice of the alien. He basically looked like that. My <laughs> my dad, cool. My, cool.
2: All right, my dad called me like after because yeah, my dad's been watching it and you know he's he's been pretty into into it, but doesn't he he refuses to watch the animated series because he just won't watch cartoons. And I'm <laughs> like, I get it, but. They're they're really good. Like the stories in there are like really
1: good. Yeah, it's not you're not watching Bugs Bunny and the Animaniacs.
2: No, no, you're not. And the same guy like, watch again. The Animaniacs. You know, it's it's Dave Filoni. You know, it, he's the one that did the animated series. So he's you mean your, your
0: dentist brother.
2: Uh, my daughter's doctor's brother. I got it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, which is awesome. Even though I haven't met her yet, every time we wait, every time wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah, the pedi- my, Nora, my daughter. his
0: daughter's pediatrician, is related to Feloni. Yes.
1: And who? And who
0: is Feloni?
2: Filoni's one of the executive he's, producers. He's,
0: uh, he's what's his uh, Favreau's right hand man. He helps him yeah. write all the plots. So, so basically, they like run, they run been, the show together. Those. So two we've guys. been doing
1: this podcast for a year and a half. <laughs> We, 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 have, we're, we, have a, we have a relation to a Super Bowl champion, and now we potentially have a relation to John Favreau's best friend who works on Star Wars. And none of these people are wearing Two Beers podcast hats <laughs> or on the podcast. <laughs> what are we doing here, people? I live, I live under a rock we're, and have no friends, so you can't fun. expect these things from me. My we're God. Having, we're
2: having fun. It's so much fun. I digress. Um, go ahead, that's Casey. what we're doing. Talk yeah, about Bane,
1: the Bane guy.
2: Yeah, so Cad Bane is, in a word, awesome. Awesome. He's He shows up in the animated series, mostly in, I think, mostly in Clone Wars. He may have a couple of cameos in Rebels, I think. Um, but he, you know, the short version is that after Jango loses his head, Boba is still a kid at that point. In the movies, Kid Boba decides he's gonna take up, you know, the his Family father's, business. yeah, and become like a bounty hunter himself. And essentially, Cad Bane like sort of takes him under his wing and teaches him everything he knows. Gotcha. So really,
0: so Cad Bane's like his mentor, like Boba's mentor
2: kind of? I mean, he ends up, like, Boba ends up, like, with his own crew and leading his own crew and everything, but he did learn a lot of things and had a couple of run-ins with Cad Bane. I was
1: gonna say, is it true that Cad Bane's responsible for the Dentoness helmet?
2: It is. So, there is an unused animated scene from I think it was Clone Wars and where they have that gunslinger It's basically, like, the exact same thing we saw in the finale, where Boba's like, I'm gonna take him out, and Cadban's like, you can try, but, you know, I'm still, like, the quickest draw out of anybody in the galaxy, and he is, and they do their thing, like, they stand there, they quick draw, their shots are fired, you know, both of them are are felled, basically boba's down on the ground and in the whole animated like it's it's on youtube like if you look it up like unused like you know boba unused i think it's like unused scene like boba fett versus cad bane and in the whole lead up boba's helmet is undented and then after the shots are fired the camera kind of pans to boba's helmet that was knocked off like from the blast and then the, there's this dent in the helmet, and the dent is smoking. Mm. And it was taken from like one of those like D, I don't know, it's like D20 or something, wherever their like their big convention is every year. And like the crowd like loses their shit like immediately because huh. it's like everybody recognizes the dent in the helmet, and nobody knows where the dent came from. And this is this supposed like what caused the dent. It never got aired because the show got canceled, and then it was brought back for, I think, like, within the last couple of years, it was brought back onto Disney Plus to kind of, like, tie up some loose ends, but they didn't use that. So, it's, like, it's assumed that Cad Bane is it's the one that's responsible. It's not technically
0: canon, although it was meant to be canon.
2: Correct, yeah. It was just, it was... It was written for the show. It was animate. It was rough animated. It didn't go through like the whole like, gotcha, the whole production value. So like the quality of the video is kind of iffy. It looks it looks sort of like it. It looks very rough, but it still like has the voiceover. You know, actors. I just and realized doing
0: their Cad Bane kind of sounds like Davy Jones from uh from uh, uh Pirates of the Caribbean, doesn't it? <laughs> that... Eh. Yeah. Eh. Kind of a similar voice, huh? Eh, yeah. no. My
2: Man. my my. Conflating so, well, so the them? cool the the cool part, and this is where like I have a little bit of an issue with. It and this isn't like it. I loved I loved like how Rosario Dawson has played Ahsoka so far, but Bo-Katan, uh Katie Sackhoff, oh, okay. She voiced the character in the in the animated series and is now the live action Bo-Katan. The voice actor for Cad Bane in the animated series was the voice actor for Cad Bane in the in the live action that we just saw oh, him for cool. two episodes. The voice actress for Ahsoka was I think it's Ashley Eckstein. She was obviously not because Rosario right. Dawson's playing playing Ahsoka, but I'm like. Where's the continuity here? Like that's like if you're gonna have Katie Sackoff play her, and you're gonna have this other guy, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but like play Cat Bane, and then Corey, voice Cat Bane. Uh,
0: Corey Weinberg, better known as Corey Burton.
2: Sure. Thank you, Google. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I'm kind of like, well, why didn't you just let Ashley Eckstein literally play the character that she's voiced? that everybody knows, that that knows Ahsoka prior to, to Mando.
1: They just wanted to be in the Rosario Dawson business.
2: I Yeah, and that's, again, it's not a slight on Rosario Dawson at all. She's, like, done the character very well. But I'm kind of like, you have Katie, and you have this other guy, you know, bringing these, these animated characters to life. And she's an actress herself, so why why was the decision made to go with rosario versus ashley i Mm. i don't know um and it's fine like i i just want more ahsoka content and i'm getting it so i'm not really like complaining it's just like a a thing in my head but yeah so they have that he shows up you know in freetown and like and my wife will like can attest to this like i was sitting here watching it and i'm like wait a minute they show that little like mirage kind of like very blurred out vision of a guy like walking into town and all you can kind of see is the silhouette of the hat and you started shaking i did and i went wait a minute <laughs> that's it a... i was like wait the hat i know that hat why is that hat <laughs> and then they went back to it and i went Wait, they can't be. That, that, thats Cad Bane's hat. There's no way they can be Cad Bane. And then they flash back to it again. I'm like, holy shit, it is Cad Bane. And I literally sat here in the same seat I'm sitting in right now, <laughs> with my jaw open, hands on my head, watching that whole supposed like standoff between him and and Cobb Vanth or Timi- or Timothy Oliphant and I already knew what was going to happen just from watching the animated series. Like, there was no way in hell that Cad Bane was going to get, like, outdrawn by anybody. Like, that's his whole shtick. Like, Mm. that's his... It's been his whole thing forever. So I'm like, Convant's going to get shot here. This other, you know, deputy guy is going to die. So, like, the amount of suspense that they tried to build up was kind of funny to me. It was just like, I know what's going to happen here already. Yeah. And then it happened... And he just kind of, like, walks away. And then, you know, in the next episode, he and, he or in the finale anyway, he and Boba, you know, have their little, their fight. And then that one line where he says, you know, like, I'm going to teach you one last lesson. That's the whole, you know, homage to him kind of mentoring Boba. And then Boba, like, whips out the gaffy stick and, like, beats the hell out of him and stabs him. But I don't think he's dead. Like,
0: what makes you the
2: say that? Re- the, the little pack that he has on his chest that's, like, attached to his sort of, like... I don't know if it's, like, his breathing apparatus... Yeah. ...was still blinking. Oh. So I don't know, and it would not, then, surprise me, because nobody's ever been, like, really dead in Jeez, Star but a Wars. Scratch. You know, if yeah. he... Plus, plus we need the Cad Bane spinoff now. It, I, I just... <laughs> he he and i mean for god's
0: sake uh, boba got swallowed by a sarlacc and he (laughs) here he is so
2: right yeah exactly you know so there were these like he and ahsoka had some run-ins you know through different things so there's a history there so it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't dead and showed up or if somewhere in the timeline like if they go back a couple of years she and she and Cad Bane have like a run-in when that show comes out later. Um, yeah, so I I don't know. Like it, I I was so excited to see him in in live action, and then the next episode, like they supposedly killed him, and I'm like, what? I was like, no. I I liked the headspace where he was still alive because I for years I've been like he's dead and then they bring him, like, he shows up on my screen, I'm like, holy shit, it's him. And then a week later, you know, like, the episode, like, the finale hits, and, it, like, he's supposedly dead, and I'm like, no, I want to go back to when he's alive again, because he's an awesome character.
1: You were like, you're like Jeff from Yellow Jackets when he found out there was no book club.
2: <laughs> 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 um,
0: cool, yeah. Um, I will say, probably, I... I'm a. Uh, I don't know why I like just like random things like this, but like I'm obsessed with the visuals of the Rancor like climbing those buildings and stuff. <laughs> like, I need a four foot by three foot poster of a raincore just on top of those buildings. I think it's just because from the originals, like the raincore was just such. A jaw-dropping moment that this giant monster like like a jedi had to survive that and like use the force to like serve I, i i don't know like the rancor just still makes my jaw drop and like seeing one like climbing buildings and stuff was just like i felt like i was watching the original star wars again with the original rancor and i was just like oh my god this is so cool yeah, I I and thought I,
1: that was gonna be a uh, a setup, and they were the they were gonna use the raincourt to, was turn to, on to attack. Boba, yeah, Boba Fett. So I, I, I thought so too. They yeah. got the uh, was it Danny turia What what is his yeah, last name? Trejo. Trejo, yeah, Day Trejo. Yeah. They got like that typical Trejo cameo now here in Star Wars because every <laughs> franchise needs to get a cameo of him. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, they're totally. This is totally a setup from the Fets, not the Fets. Sorry, the the, uh, the Tuts. The, hut, huts. the huts The Huts, The yeah. Hutts. Huts, Yeah. Hutts. Huts? Huts. Huts fun. Yeah. Fun. We're going for fun.
2: So much fun. So um, um yeah. I, I just I can, if
0: anybody stumbles across artwork
2: of that I hashtag I actually, Rancor. I can actually refer you to the website where I get all of my like statues and collectibles and stuff. Yep. I was gonna say, they do you had... know do you
1: know the actual guy that does the storyboards for Star Wars and you're just holding that guy out from us too? <laughs> like is that happening?
2: No, no. Jesus. Um but yeah, they have a, they have like a, a, a ver- like, I'm trying to find it on their site. Hold on, I have it pulled up. Um, <laughs>
1: we are live, everybody, live, live checking for Rancor posters.
2: <laughs> they, they have a, there's an art print that is like $95 or there's a statue that's like $600. Take one um, of each. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you better
1: find, find, find the JPEG off uh, Google and just take it to Costco. They'll, they'll put it on a nice canvas for you. 20 gonna, bucks.
2: I'm just going to text you both of the links like right now. Oh, that's in, great. In yes. Love it. Let's go. In, yes. in real time. Um, All right. So just let me, just let me know if you're going to pull the trigger because I'll send you a different link and then I get points. So Okay. <laughs> so um,
0: that, be- <laughs> that being said, um, before we wrap up here, this is one of our longer pods. Now we're at the two, two hour, four minute mark. Um, what, um, do do Time just flies any... on this
1: damn thing. Uh,
0: I mean, it's, it's just so good. Do, do you guys want to touch on any hopes and dreams for uh, May twenty fifth? Uh, well, real, whole... real quick
1: before go we ahead. even do that, okay. Go real ahead. quick,
0: go ahead.
1: Uh, is there a season two of book of Boba Fett?
2: That's a good
1: like. Movie. I don't know. I don't That's know that I saw any news about. It. Like, do you think the reaction is enough that they do a season two, or do you think it's just this is just going to be a standalone? This might be done.
2: Yeah, I and this was just
1: kind of like something to continue the Bando story.
2: Nothing's, nothing's been announced anyway about a second season, which is odd. I mean, I think there, there could be. I mean, there's enough there to kind of potentially do stuff, but they would have to, they'd have to kind of like up the game a little bit yeah. because now, you know, knowing that. All the like the truce that he had with all the the other crime lord families was broken, and they were all like, "Ah, screw this guy, whatever." Like, let's just, just you know kill him, and then we'll we'll side with the Pikes and everything. Yeah. Um. So it could be like a season of like just vengeful, you know, Boba Fett like going around and killing all the the crime lord families, but I I don't know. Like that might lose that might lose steam after a couple of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um. All right, and, and quick shout out to Sophie Sophie Thatcher, man. Uh, landed. She's, she plays young Nat in Yellow Jackets, and she plays one of the uh, the teenage uh, oh yeah, good call teenage hitmen that are uh, in, that, that Boba Fett recruits to work for him. So lands two, two, uh, two big time shit roles there on the on the shows that we've covered on the Two Beers Podcast
2: that was also the slowest chase scene I've ever
1: seen yeah. in any movie <laughs> anyway. <anywhere. laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right. Sorry. Hopes and Dreams, May 25th. Other than give me all the Hayden Christensen we can get.
0: Uh, I'll leave yeah, that it, to you guys.
2: Um, I, it, I'm just I'm just here for it. I think that's like my biggest sort of question is what, because he's coming back supposedly as Darth Vader. Oh, Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Like Wait, are we... cast... <laughs> Wait, are we? Wait, are we?
1: Do we think he was coming back as somebody else?
2: As... No, like, as him? As, as 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 Anakin? Anakin. As Anakin versus oh, Darth
1: Vader. okay. Yeah, well, this say Yeah, this ta- yeah. Yeah.
2: Like they they've been saying Darth Vader, and I'm like, well, James Earl yeah, Jones right. is still like, alive, ha- right? What's he gonna do?
0: <laughs> ah, the sand, like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're,
1: they're gonna film him in a couple of those 18. scenes at uh, at Vader's oh. temple or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, so I'm like, is it gonna be you know, helmet off Vader? Like is he gonna be in the suit? Oh. Is he gonna be, like are these flashbacks? You know, to you know, him being him still being Anakin but you know, him being the brother I don't know, that, he
1: he has not aged as well as uh as uh McR- McGregor Ewan Ewan McGregor.
2: Yeah. He literally doesn't look like he's aged, like, a day since those movies. McGregor, like, you know, yeah, it's
1: insane. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and ha- like, Hayden you... looks like he's 60.
3: <laughs>
2: like, what what exactly are you doing, sir? Yeah, because exactly. I, I we all need a little noticed, bit of that in our lives. Uh, yeah, uh, I've noticed some things in the mirror that, that I would like to maybe forget. You stop it. So. You are
1: gorgeous and beautiful. You stop that. Oh,
2: I appreciate that. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think one of the one of the cool things that came out of the animated series was like the the second duel, or the final duel anyway, between Maul and Kenobi, mm. where Kenobi finally allegedly, like you know, and I'm saying allegedly because we know that the same guy uh, that played Maul. Why am I forgetting his name? This is horrible. Like I love Maul. This is yeah, terrible. that's bad. You love Maul. I do. Um, but he's been cast to show up in Kenobi, which tells me that like that they're bringing Maul back into the series, but in what capacity I don't know. So are they gonna turn the cartoon or the animated fight that they had? And turn it into like a flashback kind of thing to, to really bring it home. Uh, I, have, there... I have
1: a question about. It. We could go. It'll take us down another thirty minutes. This podcast. I'll, I'll leave it <laughs> for our next. Uh...
2: <laughs> We're talking about the guy that Obi Wan cut in half
1: and fell down that huge thing, right?
2: Yep. Yep. <laughs> he's not. He's not dead either. No, he survived that that uh, <laughs> that encounter. It was
0: it was like Dewey Cox. They attached top half to bottom half.
2: <laughs> oh no, my he, god. He actually like Come on. he, he Come on. said in the in the animated series, he said True, his hate you, for you, Kenobi. Have you you haven't
0: been part of these conversations with me and Casey
2: before?
1: I don't I know. That. I just thought that was in the the solo movie timeline you guys were talking, I guess.
2: No, it well it would have been Within that timeline, because like Solo came after that battle that he had. Is that? R- uh, oh, see, I
1: didn't. I didn't know that. I I went I didn't put that together.
2: Yeah. Okay. So he he like he goes down the hole or whatever, and like the short version is basically like he survives. His hate for Kenobi keeps him alive to the point where he he like he has like. <laughs> You don't you need don't
1: half your body as long as you hate somebody enough. Again. Yeah,
2: his, <laughs> his Sorry, go ahead. So his his lower half now is now mechanical or bionic. So he's the, he like his he doesn't have like real like flesh legs anymore. He has like robotic or bionic legs. Oh. And, I'm just picturing
1: a Deadpool version of Maul where he's like growing back the legs and its little baby feet now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh this is great so yeah so he ends up and it's like he almost looks like like an octopus like he has like four or six legs or something and then like he becomes like a, a hermit and like he's like he's like legitimately crazy when he gets found you know by a dathomir brother of his like savage Press, and they, there's this whole thing I can't imagine why he became
0: a hermit <laughs> did, did, yeah. Didn't want to see. Yeah,
2: w- didn't want to be seen with with eight mechanical legs, huh? Yeah, exactly. So it's eventually, amazing. he ends up like back on. Like he ends up back on his home planet. You know, like there was this other group of people called like the Night Sisters, who were like the the women of that. Drew Daphne knows Europe, all about or, the like, Night Sisters. I know. I see. That's why I said I
1: wasn't even going to bring up this dark ball because we were going to go on for another thirty and my deep dark secret, my deep deep dark se- or deep dark secrets of the Night Sisters was going to come out. <laughs> yeah
2: so they they like keep him alive like they make his legs better he gets only two legs again now he's on like, bion- like bionic two legs and he's like bipedal again and the whole thing and then it's like he ends up taking over the dark saber and it's so like that's where all of that kind of comes together again and then he has one final battle with Kenobi Kenobi kills him and that's sort of like the end of of Maul. So where this Kenobi series picks up, and why this guy has been cast to play it—like, it, what other character would he play other than Maul? Um, so we're so we're getting we're getting the,
0: the destruction of Maul once and for all, and you're gonna ball, and it's gonna be a tall—I can't keep. Rhyming. Imagine <laughs> imagine
1: if we get we get we get Cade Bane and Maul in the same scene. Whew. Oh, God.
2: Casey will be you'll, harder you'll than to, a like, diamond in a ice storm. You'll just you'll just have to call and make sure that I'm still like breathing at
1: that <laughs> point. Um, yeah, I uh I guess I, I mean I guess they can play off, you know, in in New Hope where Vader says, you know, "Oh, I feel I feel some I feel a presence I haven't felt in, in you know, in a long time." So I mean, obviously they can play that off that they still, you know, they interacted after um, you know the Revenge of the Sith scene because it still would be twenty years into the future,
2: right? I guess
1: from yeah, wherever this that's, picks up.
2: I th- I want to say I saw something that said that they 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 may have like another encounter. Yeah, bef- like during this timeline where like Vader and Kenobi will. will yeah, fight. that's that's what I'm kind
1: of curious about. Like. How are they intertwining Vader and Kenobi in this? Because uh, I feel like the that they made a big enough deal about Hayden Christensen being a part of it that he's got to be in it a decent amount. And so how how does that tie in with Kenobi? Because it didn't seem like you know from a, from the New Hope perspective, these two have seen each other since the Revenge and of the Sith.
0: And New Hope makes it seem like Kenobi's just been on Tatooine for what, for like a long time,
1: just hanging out, H- yeah. hanging out, yeah. watching Luke
2: grow up. Basically, yeah.
0: So, like, is it just gonna be the Tatooine Chronicles? Like, what? Like, I don't know.
1: Maybe he's traveling around, checking in on uh, Baby Leia every now and again.
0: Checking so the check only in, checking in with uh,
2: Yoda, just having some snacks. the The only <laughs> thing is, so like, the the whole becoming a Force ghost. So, like, you see at the end of well, when
0: of, the, like... wait, did you say this? Sorry to cut you off. When um yeah, yeah. when is this gonna take place? Did they say?
2: It's before. It's after. After it's three. Af- it's it's after, after, Kray, yeah. after three. Yeah. After three. Before four. Correct. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So that. Okay. See, I was thinking it was like, kind of like episode two. Like. Oh no! Story. No no! This no, is no, after. This is like...
1: after. This is after the Darth turn.
2: Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: Oh. So the only. The one it wouldn't surprise me at all if like one of the the underlying threads is how a Jedi would preserve their life essence or whatever you want to call it and do the whole like Force ghost thing because Yoda in the animated series has like routine run-ins or routine discussions with Qui Gon. After he's been dead, yeah, like he he has like full on like discussions with him. So and then Qui Gon tells him like, "Hey, go to this planet, you know, do this or whatever." And then he like he he undergoes like training of how to like live on even after his physical being dies. Hmm. So okay. he tells it. I think it's at the end of three where he tells Obi-Wan, like, Yoda tells Obi-Wan, like, I have training for you right. to do, like, while we're waiting, like, next steps or whatever the hell that, that little thing was. Yeah. It's He's like, got like, a certain like amount final... of
1: skills. Unique skills. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so... No, that's that's Liam from episode
0: one. Yeah. Or episode right. two, I mean.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But that little, like, final debriefing that they have before they go their separate ways, and, like, that's the last time they allegedly see each other, you know, where Yoda's like, "I have one final like mission for you, or one final assignment for you, or whatever." Right. So I think that the assignment is to learn what he's already learned in how to preserve, like I his. I thought they already. I thought they already said that in
0: the movie, though. They did.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I think this, like, with with the Kenobi show, I think they're actually gonna show the training. Yeah, it's gotcha. like, Kenobi going through the steps and everything to to become gotcha. more powerful, you know, then if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you could ever believe or whatever, so.
1: Yeah, I, two things I hope we get out of this series, uh. Give me some, give me some Liam Neeson as Qui Gon. Why not? I mean,
0: uh-huh. the guy's making
1: the same movie over and over again. Like he's got to have twenty minutes just to do a quick
0: cameo. Hey, how dare you, Ice, <laughs> I, Ice Road Truckers was great. <laughs> he's got another
2: movie out. He's got another movie out where he's doing the same damn thing.
0: It wasn't. I bet it's not an Ice
2: Road Trucker movie. You, <laughs> it's not.
0: Um, there's so give me, give me some Qui
2: Gon.
1: You're
0: you're short you're shorting his creativity range. And
1: I I, I hope there's I, Casey. Your point. I hope I hope he or no, Jordan. I, I hope he does. There are there Yoda is in it. They're hanging out on that planet and just like kind of sitting there, you know, shooting the shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, Tatooine's fine. A lot of sand, not a lot of women. <laughs> <laughs> there's some, there's uh, you know, there's some weird guys that drive around this big truck and they pick stuff up. Ooh, ooh, oh, interesting. Tell me, me, me more. Tell me, what Yeah, you heck? know, Luke's doing okay. Oh my God. We forgot Grogu in the temple. <laughs> 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 hey, just go, just go all out with it. Just go all out
2: with it. Um, like, yeah. Oh
1: my God. We left Grogu.
2: Yakity Sax is playing in the background. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, since, 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 since no one's ever mentioned Grogu ever, that would be like just the best time to. T- oh my God, we left Grogu.
2: Oh crap! Do you remember him?
1: <laughs> oh man. Ah, we've come too far. We can't go back.
2: Great. <laughs> We're just gonna hinge everything on this one. This one humanoid character. Ah, uh, so good. So good. Who's like three years old right now and. Still in diapers and potty training. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. We
1: uh, well, well, you're not getting paid for overtime, Casey. But this was, this was, this was, this was fun, fun. I'm you know what?
0: Yeah, yeah, you are. You're getting paid. You're getting paid six of Drew shares for overtime.
1: Um, well, we'll we'll have to we'll we'll have to have a board meeting about that. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? I guess we'll uh, oh, see, that's what Disney does it right. They only release one a week, so. I guess we're gonna have you back in July. Yay. Right. If it's six episodes, yeah. Because if it comes out the end of May, yeah, July you'll be back, man. This is awesome. Hockey playoffs still gonna be going on during that time. We can get a two. We can get a two for one out of you.
2: They'll. They, they. should. Hockey playoffs should be done by like the first second week of June. Ah. Uh,
1: okay. I'm still in bubble time. Okay. Excellent. All right, well, hey, man, appreciate appreciate you coming on and just nerding out with us on uh, on Star Wars.
2: Yeah, no, I appreciate you giving me like a platform in order to to do this because I'm sure my wife will also uh, appreciate me being able to get this out because she'll <laughs> kind of gloss over. <laughs> What, what, listen, she, listen,
1: we can just we can just start uh God once once uh you know once we get some of these uh, famous people on the podcast that everybody knows except for maybe we don't utilize it we're gonna just start having our little umbrella podcast we're gonna have yeah you you're gonna have your own Star Wars podcast where you can talk about anything for two hours once a week man and just roll with it
2: that'd be sick
1: I I would be.
2: I can just saber, hear the pure, the
1: pure kind of excitement yeah, in your voice, and you—you you can like have like actual knowledgeable people on there, not like schmucks like me and Jo that do no research <laughs> and just, just kind of wing it before you get on the show. <laughs> Who's that blue guy that that looks like an alien?
3: <laughs>
2: the
1: uh, alien cowboy
0: guy.
3: guy. Alien, alien yeah, cowboy.
1: Yeah, guy. the alien <laughs> cowboy guy. Who is
3: that?
1: Uh, uh, all right. Uh,
0: on that note, everyone, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. kisses. Sit down.
3: Pull you that first round You got an open count, toss it out Everybody's cold right now Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud